What up to fans? We're back again. We back. This time we are back because we didn't do a post, a pre, so we're technically late. Well, <laughs> good thing we didn't do a pre because everything we would have said would have went out the water, went out the trash because they switched up the whole card 24 yeah. hours beforehand. When we would have done the, the, the pre, it just kept changing. And if we would have done it as we're recording, the UFC would have changed. And then we're like, all right. Well, no, you know, it, it literally, it literally changed. Been, it kept changing throughout the whole like so much no, chaos happened last week. It was, dude. It was twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but so even we, before, like, yeah. No, it didn't change before because nobody. It was the weigh-ins. Nobody knew yeah, that it was the. Uh, it was just a, a, a wild card. Like even before twenty four hours, like the press conference got canceled because Holland and Shamayev were going at it. So like even like crossing paths and and then there's just you know there was the talk of Holland uh, of Hamza Bis and weight uh, even before that and. It, it was just a weird, like, fight week because the matches almost didn't seem like they were supposed to be because you had Hamza and Holland beefing in the back. Nothing to do with their, their pair. Tony was just in his own world. Uh, Nate, of course, in his own world. It just felt like a very chaotic UFC to begin with. Just going into fight week, it seemed like it was going to be chaotic. Um, what? So one single thing was the domino what do you call it? like the one thing created this whole domino effect of changes and things in the ufc one single thing being do you know what that is hamza hamza missed weight i, I don't okay first of all do you think why why would you think he missed weight is, do you really believe the doctor thing do you believe he didn't want it he uh why would because it was a crazy miss um, I don't know. I honestly think it's he's killing himself, making one seventy. He's a he didn't look huge, like he was killing himself. Huge, well, because he didn't make all the weight. He didn't go yeah, all the way down. But if but if he got cut, if they told him at four a.m. uh to cut, uh, yeah, I mean he what he wasn't even close. Like even when they like, there's just no way for me to to believe that. Uh, but again, if we understand why he missed, it, it, we understand this whole thing because there's conspiracies that he missed so he wouldn't fight uh, Nate and actually go fight Holland. There's conspiracies that, like you just said, he can't really make the weight anymore and he knows it and he's just, I don't know, BSing. There's a theory that I just think he's young and inexperienced and I think he was missing weight or losing weight. He's just like, man, I just don't want to do this anymore. I, I, I freaking hate this. Like, I don't want to lose the weight. I don't want to lose the weight. And even his coach came out and said that he hates losing the weight. He's miserable missing the weight. And I think Hamza this whole week got a little bit too much in the set. Having beef with everybody, creating chaos. He was just, and I think in all of that, he slipped up and he didn't want to lose the weight. And the reason, maybe the doctor did stop it, but it was 100% on him for being oh, irresponsible yeah. and all this yeah. stuff. And so now going forward, I mean, he realistically lost the title shot, at least immediately, because of the whole, it's very easy to dismiss him because he didn't make 170. So a champion that doesn't want to fight him will say, hey, why would I fight somebody that doesn't make the weight? What if he misses the day of? All that stuff. So I think right now his best bets are 185, um, which is where Kevin Holland comes in. Kevin Holland I, is up there. I oh. saw I saw a notification. I don't know if it was on Monday. Might have been on Monday. I don't know if it's from Bleacher Report or ESPN. Something to the realm of that 
uh, Hamzat's fighting at 185. He's eyeing 185. He's not essentially in a nice way saying he's not going to fight at 170 anytime in the near future. Like he's eyeing 185. Yeah, I and think 185 is his ideal. He said he went down so he could cut the weight and make that uh, win that title, go up to his ideal weight, 185, win that title, and then be able to add some weight and go up. But in order to do those three, you got to kill yourself a little bit to go down. Same thing with Connor. Connor went from 145, where he was killing himself, to 155, a little bit more his range, and then added the weight to try to get the 170. Hamza saw that. He's like, the best way to do this is to start low. It works. It makes sense. The problem is right now he's gotten so much in his head that he just, I mean, yeah, he slipped up. So for right now, yeah, no fights at 170, which is great for Usman, Kobe. But did you see the Israel Adesanya when he was watching the fights? Yeah, they yeah, I did. Well, there was just one meme that it was like where he looked all scared. Uh, but realistically, I mean, I mean, we can talk about the fight itself. Completely demolished Kevin Holland. Not, I mean, we're, we're, we're not. <laughs> We're yeah, not there that, yet, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I can I can keep going, but because I'm already moving on pretty much, and that's why I'm like we can talk about the fight really quick because there wasn't anything to talk about. No, no, there's back up then. Well, him moving forward, like Hamza is going to be a champion. Hamza is going to be it's a freaking star. There was even apparently he had like a a meeting with Dana White after UFC where nobody could be there. No, no one it was just Dana and Shmaev. Who knows what the heck happened back there. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna go up to 185 you motherfucker you're not doing yeah, this shit like, anymore I, yeah i think that was i think that was his, like his talking because he like i think that was the moment where dana was like bro i gave you everything in a silver platter all you had to do was show up and make weight and you would have been a star you would have been at a main event beaten eight Diaz decisively and gone on and you wouldn't have been this villain that he became so hamzad is a heel hamzad has become a villain Without really, I don't think he wanted to become that. I don't think that's who he is. It's temporary, but you know, in this game, in this game, like it's a it's a short memory. for the for the time, for time being, for the time being, he is a heel. I do think ultimately he doesn't want to be a heel. Therefore, he will convert back into the good graces of the fans, and. Yeah, no, it's but just I don't know, you know. What he can. like what we loved about Hamza was that he was almost like a savage animal, just ah, I'm gonna kill everybody, I smash everybody, I kill everybody. And he actually would do that out there. We loved him. The problem is because he was just this guy we didn't know, he was coming in, destroying. Now, once he starts, if if he misses a weight again, like for example, there, there's no because the way that he missed, the smirk that he had when he missed rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. It was almost like yeah, I miss weight, so what? Maybe that wasn't his intention. was like, yo, I tried. They didn't let me. Oh, well, this is the best I can do. You know, there was a lot of reasons, but he is. And then uh, and then it also happened that he fought Kevin Holland, and then he was going to find ideas, two heavy, favorite, heavy favorites. Yeah, it's, it's going to be very short-lived unless he adopts it, unless he doesn't know how to become, how to get the good graces back. Because the dominant wins are just going to keep him as a heel, but a very successful heel. The Conor McGregor, the Mayweather. People just want to see you because they're like, man, hopefully this guy will beat Hamza. And no, Hamza destroys that guy. And the next one, okay, maybe this guy will beat Hamza. And no, I don't know if Hamza has the capability to just calm down. Even after his wins, he doesn't speak to the public. He doesn't speak. He grabbed the microphone on 9-11 or 9-10, you know, 
make it worse. That was the whole thing. So I kill everybody. I smash everybody. Like at that moment, he should have been, even when Rogan was like, yeah, but you didn't make weight. He was like, I don't care. Make weight. I smash. John was like, no, but you have to make weight. Like at that moment, he should have been like, okay, I messed up. Like, but he he's not that person. Hamzat is not that person to be like, all right, y'all, look. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I miss weight. It won't happen again. Like I got to like, whatever, uh, away. Because he's just going to keep going from dominant went to dominant went to dominant went. There's look. no doubt about that. I, but he I will firmly, be a heel, a successful heel, though. I firmly believe the 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 language barrier plays a huge factor, a bigger one than people think. Dude, oh, I've been saying, yeah, if you listen, yeah. if you listen to Russians speak English, when they learn English, it's no matter what question is asked them, they say the same phrases. I don't care. I'm here to smash somebody, or That's I'm the, the Khabib, best. Yeah. Bro, yeah. they. We all like if you pay it. I forgot who I was listening to. Maybe in that same car earlier in that same card. I don't even. It might have been in the prelims. There was a Russian guy that won, and he was. I was like telling me. I was like, all these Russian people. It's like they don't even answer the question. They just have the same three sentences. They all learn the same three sentences, and that's it. So I think the language barrier plays a much bigger factor than people think, because I don't know. I don't think he knows how to be like, Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Exactly. Like, yeah, he, he, he does not. He's not like capable of he, his, no, his whole it's not, it's not, like, it's, it's not that he's not even, capable he of could, it. He, he could easily say, okay, Hey, translate this, uh, you know, and then have it translated. That's he's not even capable of getting there in his language. Like his brain is wired for war. Like his brain is like smash, smash, smash. That's all he knows is fighting. That's why when he had COVID, he could he physically couldn't stop going to the gym and killing himself in the workouts because that's all he knows. Smash, smash. Now we love it before he missed weight when he was our champion when he was our and like you know we loved it. But now that he missed it, he has to gain it back and to gain it back, which is one thing that I always say he needs the language. But he does have the language and he could easily have it translated. He's I just some, think he somewhat has the language. I think he prefers to speak for himself. I mean, you, 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 I think he prefers just to speak in English. And also, it's a portion of, I mean, you do have a point um, on the way he is. I, I do think, you know, he is a human being. He does have emotions. It could be a persona. He just, like you said, people, when they fight, he's a fighter. There's a flip that switch, you know. He has a switch that he flips, but the thing is, his doesn't really cut off that easily yeah. as some people yeah, like yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. like a like an assassin baby or something. They could automatically just a completely different person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Switch switch it off. He, he probably just sent, brings it down a little bit. He just brings it down a little bit. He's like maybe it's not until like you know he's at home with his family or something like that switch is like off. Like it's kind of he's a normal human being. But um, I forgot where I was going with that. Uh. I think just like any other I do, I do think he has emotions. It's just kind of like a persona. One. Look, the problem was, like you said, two fan favorites, Nate Diaz, Kevin Holland. Yeah. That was the issue. If it was a uh, Colby Covington, by all means, please. Which, I would, which there I would you have you, on. you have two. Well, you have Kobe who embraces the heel, but it wasn't a heel that was given to him. It was a heel that he like worked his ass off to be like he worked his ass off to be a heel. Where Hamza, like, because he's so dominant, and then he does something like miss weight, and then it gets favors, people just want to hate on him. You just want to hate on that. So it was very easy for him to be a heel. 
very quick. I think it doesn't help with, uh, you know, we kind of have, there's kind of this uh, negative thing going against Russians nowadays. Um, you think so? Maybe not, maybe not so much him, but like the Islams that come in and like, yeah. you know, well, it's kind of like a... Uh, is, is, bro, I, and I was talking about this with people from like, from like church and stuff. I'm like, this guy... I honestly don't think you can compare Hamza to anything. Not even a Khabib no, or, or Islam. Like all of them are in the same, like they're all in the same realm. All those wrestlers, those Russians, Islam probably being one of the better ones, Khabib being one of the best ones that come out, of course. But there's just something else that that uh, uh, Hamza is. And it's just raw talent that this guy always had and he just honed it. And this is what he was meant to be. He was meant to be a professional grappler, fighter. Because he's it's it's in, it's incredible how good he is. Like for him to do what he does to go another fight without a single blow landed, it's I just can't. It, it's it's crazy. I I just can't describe how how impressive. Okay, I well, well let's talk about that when we get to that fight. Main event ended up being Tony Ferguson versus Nate Diaz, two of Caesar's favorite fighters all right, of all, all time, right. and um, yeah, a fight we thought we've asked for for a long time i just didn't know this is the tony ferguson that i asked for um it, it was honestly it was pretty funny me and alex kind of texting and like being like these motherfuckers are moving in slow motion or whatnot but yeah, more more in reference more more in reference to tony because tony looked I mean, he, he, dude, he legit made Nate Diaz look like elite of the elite. Mia was telling me, wow, that Diaz guy, he's really good. I'm like, no, babe, Tony Ferguson is just that bad right now. Like, if, like literally if you would put Nate Diaz versus an actual elite striker, Leon Edwards, he's getting pieced up for 20, 24 minutes. Like it. Nate Diaz doesn't even look near his level, but I'm like sitting there like, oh my God, Nate Diaz. I'm like, I'm actually thinking like, damn, Nate Diaz got some hands, bro. That boy could, that boy could squab, bro. He's like in Tony with these combos and he's moving at lightning speed, but it's because Tony's over there. Spinning back elbow. Don't be mean, bro. Don't be mean. But, um, Honestly, really quick, just off the back, I one of my favorite things the past few weeks have been how much like props Tony Ferguson I've gotten from you, from you trashing him so much to now you like believing that Tony is big a bigger pull than Nate Diaz and that Tony's gonna win and all. Bro, I freaking love it. Like I just love the fact that you're a Tony fan. I took it all back. Once I saw (laughs) once I saw him fight, I was like, I take everything back, Tony. I I tried. You were right. I I, like. I tried. Uh, do you think that Tony though is before or after the Chandler kick? Because I was really quick to assume, wow, wow, this guy was the one piecing up Tony, uh, piecing up Chandler, but Chandler was the one that gave him that devastating knockout. So, do you think this Tony is the result of that, or he was just that, and Chandler was getting pieced up by old Tony? I need to go. This makes me really. I have to go watch that fight again now, for real, for real. Because after seeing Tony for twenty minutes, four rounds, whatever it was, like that, that's not how I remember him against Chandler. Because Chandler is 
pretty cream of the crop right now. And Chandler ain't no scrub. Tony Ferguson was in there making Nate Diaz look like fucking like number one contender now, fucking shit. Do you think the Tony Ferguson, and I know they were on the same night, but do you think the Tony Ferguson that fought Nate Diaz would have been the same Tony Ferguson that would have fought Lee Jing Chung Lee? The UFC saved them. They think they saved Nate Diaz, bro. They saved Tony Ferguson, bro. Lee Jing Liang was about to tear that ass up. Did you see him fight D-Raw, dude? Lee was so good, bro. He should have won that fight. We'll get to that later, but he should have won that fight. But Lee was so good, bro. He would have... <laughs> He would have pieced up Tony. He would have pieced up Tony so bad. I don't know what I think people say Nate got saved from Hamza. Bro, Tony got saved from Lee. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it straight now. At least Nate would have went out like a G. I would have I, I wouldn't be Tony. I would have been like, oh no, Tony. But it would have oh. been three rounds. It would have been three rounds, not five. What you trained for. Um and I think. It don't matter how many rounds he was going. I think Tony first had too much respect for Nate Diaz, man. I, I think he had way too much. Almost like the loser kid looking up to the popular kid. Because they are from the... And, and I saw that somewhere in a tweet where they compared them to kind of like that. like Because they, they both are from the same school. Like They're both came up together. But one is very popular without even trying. While the other one, that being Nate Diaz, a lot of it from his brother... Uh, but he, you know, his older brother, but he does have a pool. Nate Diaz at his press, at the press conference, just said something like, oh, that's gross. And everybody started laughing and stuff like that. While Tony, Tony has always tried really hard. Tony has always made all these, even when at the, at the, after the fight, when he grabbed the microphone from Joe, he was like, so there's these two muffins, right? And the crowd literally went silent. Like the crowd went quiet. And I was like, God, and then gave it to Nate. The crowd erupted. And Tony has just always looked up to Nate. At the end, at the press conference, Tony said that Nate invited him to go train with him. He was like, hell yeah, I would be dumb not to go. Like, man, that's where I'm going to be. Like, Tony has too much respect. So I think going into the fight with Nate Diaz, he, he pulled back a little bit. I, I genuinely believe that Tony held back a little bit. And not on purpose. I don't think it was, uh, but it wasn't who he mentally was ready to fight. I think Lee, I don't think he would have won. I think he would have been maybe a little better. I still think he would have been around the same. But I think he would have fought Lee with a little bit more Tony. A little bit more chip off his shoulder. He didn't have a chip off his shoulder going into this fight. Which he always has. I mean... <laughs> I don't know what was saving this man. I mean... He, I no, think, there was no saving. I, think, I don't think Lee would have knocked him out. I think they would have gone the three rounds decision. But Tony would have only known he's only going three rounds. And I think he would have, I don't know who this guy is. This is my new weight. I'm going to show. And he would have, especially with Nate fine bef, uh, after him. Like, I think he would have had a little bit of a chip off his shoulder. And because Tony, all his fights has a chip off. Like, all of them, he's going into them like, oh, man, the, the UFC is lowballing me. They don't pay me. They this. Nobody wants to. Every fight he goes, this one? He went to a giddy. He was just excited to be there. Tony was just happy. He finally got a main event, fighting a legend like Nate Diaz. Tony was just happy to be there. Tony was not fighting for his life. And that's the Tony that went the kukui. Like for him to end the way that it ended, that's not the Tony with the chip off his shoulder. That's a Tony that was just happy to be in the moment. Tony that was just happy he was getting paid and he got the publicity and the love he thinks he deserved. That, I, that was my genuine uh, take on it. 
And I think that's why Nate Diaz skated by. Because if Tony would have pressed even a little bit, I think he would have at least made him bleed. Tony didn't even do that. <laughs> he didn't Nate even Diaz... make Nate Diaz bleed. He didn't like, make Nate Diaz one bleed, elbow, One elbow from Tony, any type of Tony, any Tony that wasn't this Tony, would have cut up Nate Diaz. We didn't see one elbow from Tony. We didn't see anything. Well, he 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 tried them spinning elbows, but he was moving at like 0.5 miles an hour. Now, look, I see where you're coming from, and I, uh, it's it's a fair argument, very fair. I just rather go with the fact that Tony is just yeah. don't got it no more, bro. <laughs> he I need don't, to, oh, bro. You, you said you're gonna watch it, right? Because I need to know if you think this is before, like this is who's Tony been, or if that kick yeah. really effed him up. Because yeah, if, if that, like, the other thing is he did move up division. So there, he's going to be a little naturally slower. I mean, it shouldn't make that hey, much of a bro, difference. Bro. What you, yeah, this was like a massive, massive difference. But still, like, he did move up a weight. That's why he looked a little bit, you know, on the chubbier side. My, my uh, excuse for Nate Diaz is that, <laughs> is that I think he believed the fight was going to end in the first minute. And so I genuinely don't think he trained cardio or long-term or anything. That's why he was also exhausted going into the third round. Nate, Nate did his thing, though. Like, I was like... He, he was he exhausted. Just... Like, Bro. worse than Brock. Okay, okay. Like, this was, like... Can we, can we address the horrible corner work by Tony's people telling them to take him? Because he had Nate's knee... I mean, Nate's knee. Nate's leg banged up. Like, that yeah. leg was... He was tearing that leg... Funny. He was te- that was te- he was tearing that leg up. I mean, I know Tony he had some damage on his, but Nate was the one by far. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Nate was the one by far. If he would have kept going with that, who knows? But his corner told him, "Hey, you should take him down." <laughs> I was like, "What? Why? Why would you take down Nate Diaz?" And then, of course, now, Loxon- if, if Tony would have been old Tony done an MNR role or how do you say that? The MNR MNR role. Yeah, that where you like grab his ankle or something, ankle like t- classic Tony, man. Classic Tony. That was not classic Tony. That was I don't know what crap that was. And oh, there hasn't been classic Tony in like five straight fights, the dude. Is, man, the problem is, and that's what makes me happy about this: that Tony got the love, got everything, because once again, everything flipped on him, and it was just the complete opposite of what he had been preparing for. After when he was preparing for Khabib. Got given Ferguson. Got given uh, um, Gagey. Gagey. Complete different fighter. And then went and then got beat up. And then was supposed to fight somebody. And then ended up with uh, um, the Benio and then uh, Oliveira. And those everything. It it just always like he just has such bad luck. While again the loser, while Tony and Nate Diaz has such good luck. Like everything seems to always work out for him. I don't know how this weekend worked out for him. But this weekend could not have gone any better. If the, if the UFC would have came to him and be like, how can we make your exit the best thing ever? How do you want to leave Nate Diaz? And he would have given all his demands. It still wouldn't have been as good as it ended up for him. Like, the way that it worked out on 24 hours notice, tapping Tony out, winning, leaving like at the top, and pretty much when nobody can tell him anything. He closed out his main event and won, tapped the other guy, and now got paid extra for it. Like, it, it was. You know what I, pisses I, me off? Oliveira would have 
a fucking streak going on right now of, of finishes. If it, if Tony would have just tapped to that arm bar, he would have had. A but no, he gets a, he gets a little guillotine, and he's like, ooh, tap, tap, tap. I'm like, you trash. It's crazy because he was willing to break his arm, but not go to sleep. And I think that's the respect side of it. I think that's the. He was it's just, just happy. I, I he was like, it's I, rap. I'm happy to be here. I think he also he's just not the same, bro. And I think he knows that too, bro. Did he couldn't even put up his he couldn't even put up any combos, dude. Like he couldn't. I don't. I don't. I want to know what he was actually working on this training camp because I didn't see. I didn't see anything. The only successful thing I saw was leg kicks, and I felt like because half of the time now, ABS just just let him do it. Like fuck okay, it. Like okay, 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 okay. If you're going to fight Lee, what are you practicing? Are you practicing striking or are you practicing how to take him down? How was the recipe for Hamza? Take the dude down. So maybe Tony going into the fight, again, just everything freaking flips on him. But I think his plan maybe going into fight Lee was, I'm going to take the dude down. I'm going to take him down. And I'm, I'm going to try to submit him somehow. Because Tony is a black belt as well. Uh, not the best, but because he's under Eddie Bravo and stuff. What, but, 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 but what? Then what made him think that was a good idea? That I think that's what they've been working on. And so their coach naturally would like, just go for it. Now, when he says, I need to talk to my coach, I think the coach in his head didn't put two and two together. Like, well, Nate Diaz has been working for Hamza. So obviously he's going to have some decent takedown defense. And maybe we need to try something unorthodox, maybe something he wouldn't expect since he doesn't know Tony's fighting style. But no. The, the, when, when, and I when think are we that's gonna... more of the mistake. I think that's more of the mistake. Now, I don't blame the camp, the, the corner. I blame Tony. Like, Tony shouldn't have gone for it. He can't blame his corner. Like, sure. You, I mean, you I mean, the corner said, I need you to go for a takedown. Yeah, but, oh, right now, I know. But what happens right now is if we don't like that, all Tony does is fire them and he moves on. I, I, I get it. But eventually we do need to blame Tony. Like, yo, you pick these guys. You vouch for them. So you obviously vouch for the decisions that they're going to make on the spot. So they made a decision you didn't like, but you still vouch for them. So it doesn't matter. Like, that's, that's your team. That's who you chose. You should have stayed with the people you were before then. It's all or one. Like you can't just oh well it was them. Like no, the, like it, it it all goes together. Every it, it everybody wins or everybody loses. Tony I can't just be like, man, I'm gonna fire them because they told me that and I'm gonna go terminate and not take any of the downfall. No, I I think one of the things in the, in Tony Ferguson's losing streak that's really catching up to him is the fact that he never had really had a a camp like it was Tony Ferguson ran. And you know, you know, I mean, he might have kept the same. He might have kept the same people around during that twelve fight win streak and whatnot. But ultimately, it's Tony Ferguson, and he runs the thing. He does. He it's his thing with the help of the people that he has in his camp, instead of being in a, I don't know, a Sanford MMA at a wherever you want to call it, and them being able to help him, even when. His abilities aren't there. His athletic ability, his natural athletic ability isn't at there as much as it was before. Helping him still find a way to win fights throughout his, well, his later style career. Was just push through. Just take damage. And I think as the years go by, he's probably like, man, that's not sustainable. And he started losing. And it just it didn't work out. And now, because that was the only thing that he knew, now he's kind of, he had to go to different camps and he just didn't like the decisions that they made for him, but he can't just blame the camp. Like it, like the I, thing I is, 
I, I am tired of him. Like I know it's been, he has a bad run of luck and I know change opponents and I'm just tired of, Oh, well I trained for takedowns and they gave me a striker. Like, bro, dude, you are a mixed martial artist. Like what, what are you talking about? Like yeah, this but, but realistically it happens now. It's bad luck. And I don't think you're excuse. You're not definitely. You're not excuse. You like you say you're MMA, but I do get it. Like I do see how it would happen. Like it makes it, sense. But, it makes but sense when you're when, when you Tony Ferguson was one literally the at one point one of the top fighters in the UFC as a whole. Like you, yeah. you, you don't just like. I kind of yeah, think but, he, but you, he, he. You wait. also can't be dumb. So you're going in to fight, for example, Khabib. You also can't just walk in there. Well, we're mixed martial artists. I'm going to drink. No, look, that's understand. That's like, under okay. And and he trained for Khabib five times. I, five look, times, Caesar. Right? That's not what I'm so, saying. I'm understanding yeah, yeah. that, but you're so, using yeah, that. No, 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 no. no I'm, point, getting, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting. I'm getting here. I'm getting here. So and now here, what I was saying about Lee. Oh, he practiced takedown. So now this is. I was just saying about what you said about. Oh, what was he practicing in this training camp? Uh but I definitely get it. I don't think it's an excuse because, yeah, you should be training for everything. Like when you're just like Holland right now, really in his camps, he's just working on takedown defense. Holland is not working on striking. He'll keep it sharp, but he's not practicing that anymore. It's kind of like U Usman even talked about it. He's like, you know, I got the wrestling down. I still hit on it every now and then to keep it sharp because that's you got to hit on it to keep it sharp. But for the oh, most him, part, I'm working on my I'm working on my striking to him going into fight Leon. What do you think he was working on more? The striking. Striking, because yeah. That's what Leon is specialized. If Leon was a grappler, I don't think he would have practiced as much. Unless, like, you, it's a game plan. Like, you don't go into anything just as a... There are fighters that are like, whatever comes, comes. But they have a game plan. They're like, okay, we're going to go in. We're going to... Now, of course, whatever happens, happens. And I don't think it's an excuse. You can't say, oh, well, I was practicing takedowns and he decided to strike. So that's... No. You I just heard it. I just artist. look. My thing is, I understand I, the first time with Habib and Gaethje. I understand that, even with Oliveira, even with Oliveira, even with Oliveira, understand that. But I feel like every single time, it's like, oh, I was. It's some kind of like, oh, I was practicing. Like it, the signs are just like is to it me for the Tony or just for everybody, like in general for, to for Tony for oh, Tony specifically because oh. I'm just like, I'm just like, dude. Like he even mentioned it where he was like. Oh yeah, my wife told me. So when are you actually going to start practicing or training and or some shit like that? And I was just like, <laughs> I, I keep hearing you know these things from Tony about like, oh well, I trained for this and that. Like I, I'm really questioning like his his camp, what he does during his camp, like the effort he puts into his training camps. Like he's he's he had a 12 fight win streak. So we can never doubt his fight. Like we can never doubt what he does. He 12 fight win streak beat out a lot of the best. We can't ever say, Oh, what are you doing? You're not making money. He's 40. Like he should be retired. That's the problem. The problem is not his camps anymore, or he should be retired. Tony's done. Like a hundred percent. But like, that's the problem. It's not. Okay. That, do you not see that performance on Saturday? And uh, I mean, I'm thinking like, what is he? What is going on in the gym? Who is with him in the gym and see Dude, this? And they're I'm like, I'm glad you're seeing this because you also have to be fair. When I told you this about Rockhold, I saw the same. Like, I could have told you, I told you Tony should retire. I was like, Tony should not be. Tony's done. Tony's been done. Uh, I told you that about Rockhold. I could see it. We could see it going into it. But I do think you, because you don't like Tony, it's very, or not that you don't like him, but you're quick to see his flaws. Like, 
Oh, he did because you're not attached to him. You're not attached to the UFC, and the UFC doesn't really like hang. So it's really easy to see that. But everybody does this now. That's why I was asking: Are you meaning like in general or Tony? Yeah, Tony. Honestly, I do really believe he is more bad luck. It's not on anybody. It's just the way life is. Bad luck. Hey, guys, I don't. Suck it up. I don't think. I don't think he's uh, training properly either. Yeah, he's never trained properly. He's never been a great fighter. His fighting has always been: I'm gonna get hit, but I'm gonna keep going forward until you he, get tired, he, and I'm gonna get knock you out. He's been a uh, natural. Athletically gifted, athletically gifted. I don't he's even. Old. I don't think he, he has a tough uh, chin. It's not even athletic. Like he, sure, he's athletic and he has a lot of cardio. He keeps going, but it's that he can withstand a lot of damage, and keeps. That's why his name is El Kukui because he hits, keeps going forward. He's like a zombie. He just keeps coming yeah, forward. But he still, forward. he still had them combos. You know, the Darsh yeah, choke, the Darsh night. Oh, bro, we've seen some of his fights when he does his little spinning on the floor and stuff. He was. Throwing sand, like he's always been weird. That's what I was waiting for. I think I texted you. I was like, "When is he gonna throw the sand?" Yeah, I've watched a lot of his fights back, and I'm like, "How did you win this fight, dude?" And I'm sure a lot of his opponents are also like, "How did I lose that fight?" Like, I should have just relaxed. Or Tony just thrives in chaos, and that's it. Don't Tony loves the chaos. He's in there. He's punching. He's hitting. He's smiling. Blood. He loves it. And not who everybody thri- who, and then who, thri- who thrives in chaos more than he does? Justin Gaethje. <laughs> yeah, well, with the whole thing with Justin Gaethje, one, he had been, like, even in, like, you could tell he was training. In his in his corner, it was nothing but jujitsu people. He didn't have a single striker in his corner because he had been training for Khabib. The other thing, the other dumb decision he did going into Gaethje was that he cut tw- weight twice. Cut weight for no reason. It's, I mean, it's, as we know now, at the time I didn't realize as much, but now, you know, as we've been in the sport a little bit longer like those weight cuts are they hurt your body like you now know, you're like, like you're a dumbass bro you're why dumbass. why would you cut down to 155 man just to post a tweet just to post a tweet for him to have to make weight a few weeks later like that like uh, that was just some of the stuff like that tony just pissed me off because it was just dumb decisions uh over the years though tony even why he didn't tap to benil or why he didn't tap to uh Oliveira, he just he has a tough ten, man. He, like he's not gonna give up. Like, hey, gonna and at least, it. at least Rockhold was like, "Yeah, I, I can't." do At least he even came to the realization at the end, "Yeah, I can't do that." I you know, can't do this. Okay. So this is why I was torn because coming into fight week, I love all the love Tony was getting. I love that he finally got the respect, finally got for jumping in short notice for saving the car. Tony was the star. He was like, at least in his head, he was a star. Like in the press conference, he ran up and grabbed the microphone and next question, you know. Tony was loving everything. The problem is going into fight day, then you're like, man, should I really retire? Then I still have all these people behind me. And I'm, I mean, I mean, look at me. I'm, I'm doing a main card. I'm doing a main event right now. I'm, I'm not too bad. And I think the problem was it went a little too good for Tony to the point where he decided not to retire. And I think, I think there was some talks. There must have been talks going. Because again, the way he looks, there must have been talks during training camps. Been like, yo, this guy's like Tony. You're not who you are. How are you? Uh, you know, how are you feeling? You know, how's your body holding up? And I think there must have always been the talks. But I think coming into this, like after Thursday, Friday, he was like, "Fuck it, bro, I ain't retiring. This is I'm in this. Like I'm barely getting started." And it was all the the love that he got because I don't think it it translates. I don't think it it transfers. Like now that he moves on, I don't think all those people that followed them that night, those nights, follow him. They were there for Nate Diaz. They loved that he wasn't fighting in Hamza. So, hey, yes, Tony, hell yeah. That's why we were happy. But it wasn't 
man, we love Tony. We want to see him fight Nate. We didn't like this was a very interesting fight, but they were two old guys. Like, th- as we all said, as you said it several times, man, this fight should have happened 10 years ago. You know, then we would have had a good fight. But this was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. At the I, end. Uh, just <laughs> finishing the fight, you know, I don't think we ever talked about what actually happened. It's just. Oh, guillotine. Atheist submitted him in the fourth round. At 209. We always forgot to say at 209, but like that was the other thing. Like, how does it end up being so perfect for Nate Diaz, bro? Like, how do you have that much good luck to where you submit him on your last fight of the USC on your way out at 209? Your zip code, your your uh your city thing. That's wild. That's what you have to that's that's a little wild, right? Yeah. That, that, that's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Um, no, I, I'm I'm actually currently I put on real quick the that first round of uh, Chandler versus Ferguson, um, trying to see if I can just call. see 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 what Chandler like. Did Chandler what, was Tony headed this way or you know? And I'm like fifty fifty. I'm torn. Because I actually just saw a Ferguson drop Chandler right now. He was already on the way down, but that kick, that kick must have done damage. I, like I think was, what I, I see some of the some of the I'm gonna call it. I'm just gonna call it for lack of a better term, like old man tendencies I saw from him against Nate Saturday night. But at the same time, it um he does have he is able to get off some combos, which he couldn't against Nate. Like he could not get off any combo. And he looks a little quicker too. He, he looks more calculated a little bit more. I mean, granted it's Chandler. So, you know, Chandler likes to fight, you know, just fuck it kind of in a fuck fuck it style. So he leaves himself open a lot. Yeah. He did leave a lot open from, at least from what I remember. So that's what I'm seeing. Honestly, it's like a lot of like, check left hooks like he's doing leg kicks and then like just checking them because when Chandler comes in he leaves himself open a lot just because Chandler just that's just the way he fights he's fu- he's, well, he's that, that's more of a good camp that's a more of a hey they did their homework they obviously study Chandler and I mean because I don't know if that's old Tony or if that's just a disciplined Tony the, the, the thing is is that I because of that I cannot tell if like, if he was already on the decline. Now, if they would have fought for fifteen minutes, we probably could have seen. But instead, in the second round, he got fucking up kicked to the nether realm. And so, yeah. yeah. But even like, even if he wasn't, man, like that, that kick must have brought him down even just a little bit, like enough to not want to make that weight again. Enough to be like, yo, I'm going to one seventy. Um, I'm good up here. I'm not. I'm not going down again. Um, but- stronger chin at a higher division uh i don't know i think that scared the jesus out of him i don't tony is never we've never seen tony like that and he's never seen himself like that his nickname again is el kukui like we've never seen tony go down like that even when he fought gagey we didn't see him tap against Oliver. like the guy is insane so uh for him to get slept like that i think even in his head was like oh the thing I- is too it the the people that the fighters that are the cream of the crop right now they are 
on another level compared to even Tony, who not too long ago was one of the best. Like, even if he was in his prime, Tony really couldn't compete with the guys today that are in their prime because is there I honestly do feel like nowadays in 2022 right now there is just a higher new level of mixed martial arts which that's sports in general the next gener the, you know the next generation is going to always going to be bigger faster stronger better damn bro how many times is tony going to pull on his yank on this cage but um more techniques more techniques more uh uh, it's just, smart, that, that's, just, smart, smart that's just how it is. Like we see in Dana White's Dana White's contender series, we see these kids are like twenty years. Old. Like I remember when Chase Hooper was an anomaly. Like we're like, whoa, this dude, this dude's young. This kid's young. He looks like a little scrawny kid. Now everybody that comes to the contender series is twenty years old, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Yeah, because now, because now MMA is just the sport has gone on for so long now that kids are spending their whole lives just training mma they're not like oh i'm a wrestler and then i transition into this mma no they're like literally training mma their whole lives now straight through that was a sean o'malley story wasn't it yeah he went in straight to mma exactly and so because of that yeah they might not be very good at this one discipline but i mean the sport is mixed martial arts soon you you talked about it too there's like it the basis of mma started with is this discipline better than this discipline soon i give it about five years that's going to be like gone away it's just going to be everybody is a true mixed martial artist everybody can go to the ground and grapple and kickbox muay thai whatever it's just a matter of you know, certain certain fighters will have the advantage in not a slight advantage in certain realms of MMA. It won't be like a Kevin Holland versus <laughs> Hamzat Shemaev where like. OK, where, but what would you do? And, and this is something I've been thinking about lately because it, it kind of like I have a whole plan out already of how the next like few fights for this guy works out. But it's Rod Asanya. So it's Rod Asanya. If you're in his shoes. You're about to go up against a, a crazy striker. So you know you have to keep your striking clean. But you know if you beat him, you're most likely looking at Hamza in the cage across from you next. So you know, like, you have to be working on some type of grappling already. Like, he has to be working hard I mean, at it already. But you got to think about it. Izzy, I mean, obviously Hamza's on a different level. But Izzy has been working on it because ever since... You got, you got to think about a guy like Izzy, especially when he's going against like Marvin Vittori, Robert Whitaker. His striking is so elite. These guys that he's going against, they're going to want to like go for the takedown. Let me test out, see if I can get him to the ground and, and win that way. And so... And now who's he that, going up against? Now he's going up against a striker. Herrera. Yes. Herrera. Yes. So what, again, what, if you're Izzy... What are you thinking? Hey, bro, I wouldn't be surprised if Izzy, Izzy takes Pereira down. Exactly. Because he's been working on his... Now, do you think he's doing that because that's the way to, like, a game plan to beat him? Or you think he's just working on that? You know, I, I honestly... Perfect, the, the opposite of Usman, you know, where he I think, had the wrestling, perfected the striking. Yeah, I think, I, I think he, he's been working on it low-key. Um, in order to be... 
somebody like him, he knows Hamzat is over here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He knows Hamzat is over here. Women above him. Guys, man. guys like him, like Usman, they, they, they know who's up next. They're not oblivious to who's coming up because they, they've been champ for a long time and for that reason, exactly. And so I think he's been working on it, and it showed in the Marvin Vittori fight. Some of the reversals he did against Vittori was. I never thought he would be yeah. able to pull that off. Yeah, now I'm, I'm, I know it's it's only Marvin Vittori, but now now, but think think of what they're thinking. They're like, "Yo, it might not be this year. Hopefully, it's not next year. But you're gonna face Hamza, man. Like you're you're going to be facing Hamza across from that cage. And if you practice six aggressive weeks for him, it's not enough. You need to start aggressively now. Like to beat Hamza." Like, you don't just work for six weeks for the takedown and then prepare for Hamza. I think they will start that now. Like, I think they're, I think most people that, like, the top of the, like, the Kobe's and stuff, like, I think they're preparing for Hamza. Cause, bro, we just saw it happen. We saw somebody get paired mm-hmm. up with him on 24 hours. That is terrifying. Hey, 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 hey. I wanna say, first of all, you, you haven't let me talk about my boy, Kevin Holland, because, First of all, my boy Kevin Holland a G for taking that shit last mean. minute. Last minute. 24 hours. Shit. Some of these people wouldn't take Hamzat on six months notice. You know what I'm saying? So he took that on 24 hours. Second of now, all. Okay. No, let me let me finish because I haven't heard anybody give my boy his his, his flowers. I feel like everybody giving that boy flowers. Not, no, well, not for what I saw inside the octagon. All right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I feel that. I feel that. What I saw inside the octagon. I know, ultimately, he got smashed by Hamzat. But Kevin Holland, bro, has definitely... He is not that same fighter from getting laid and preyed on from Derek Brunson and Marvin Vittori, bro. He was legit. I I know it went on for a little bit, but I was like, dude, he might actually get out of this. My heart was going to explode. My heart was going to explode. I I used to but but once the Darces, when he the Anaconda back to a Dars, then Dars back to Anaconda, like once that started happening, I was like, oh my god, Hamza is just too good, bro. But credit to Kevin Holland for ninety nine percent of any fighter, especially wrestlers, any wrestlers fighters, he would have rolled out out of that shit. He would have got out of that shit, got back to his feet, rolled out of it. Hamza is a different breed, bro. Hamza is a fucking different breed. And I just want to give Kevin Holland his flowers because they kept saying like, bro, he got, he got smashed. And I'm like, yes, he did get smashed and killed, but nobody would have, nobody could have survived like that with him on 24 hours. I mean, a wrestler, a long time wrestler wouldn't just take that on 24 hours. No, they'd be like, Oh, hold on. Let me, let me like, they even said at the, 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 the weigh-in the weigh-in ceremonial weigh-ins is like, do you think this is a good matchup for you? Fuck no, bro. <laughs> but it's gonna be a fun one. Yeah. Now, 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 now. My take is, I think he's been talking mess, but he didn't think they were gonna give him this fight because he knows the star Hamza is. They know that he only fights the Nate Diaz, uh, the number one contenders, the champions from now on. So Kevin Holland is just like everybody else that's throwing their name in the hat. Because they know they're most likely not going to get it. 
And when they do start negotiating, negotiate, they all bail. Everybody bails. Like, so I think Kevin Holland was building some publicity for himself. But then when it came, when push came to shove, he was like, fuck, I'm still down. Like, I'll still do it. Like, I know I'm going to lose, but F it. Like, it is what it is. Like, I think that was, but I genuinely don't think, because he's been talking about Hamza for a long time. Like, everybody, when, like, he speaks about Hamza when Hamza has his little waves. Uh, so he is smart, and he knows Hamza, he knows how to get under Hamza's skin. So it worked out uh, that he was able to get the publicity push, but I don't think he ever fully expected to get that fight. I don't think he ever, maybe as Hamza as a champion and Holland as a contender. That's what I'm guessing he was thinking. Like, not just them pair up for no reason. Because Hamza's on a different trajectory. But that that's that's Kevin Holland. He kind of like, if you're in his division and you're kind of getting up there, he's probably going to talk some smack about you. Like, it's if you're within... He was calling for the fight. Like, some, he was calling some, for Hamza some, from some, back some, in the day. Somewhat range. Um, oh, yeah, he was because they needed a last-minute yeah, opponent. Yeah, he, last and, that's minute, when, yeah. and that's when Kevin was like, damn, dude, that would have been bad. Good thing he didn't do that. But... <clears throat> Oh, I mean, crane right there. <laughs> but and the funny thing is, he's like, I want five rounds too, which is pretty hilarious. He's like, I mean, he tired out with Gilbert in three. If I can make him go get him to the fourth or fifth, I'm like, bro. <laughs> but just, I mean, no way you were going to get that far. Now, do you believe that he went in for the takedown when he was going for the glove touch? I don't think Hamzat saw it. Again, his brain's not registering that. He's Dude, like, they, the, the ref said, you ready? Ready? Let's go. Hamza just went, goes straight in. And I don't know why like why Kevin cool. Holland even thought that he wouldn't do that. Like, I, I mean, shit. I, he should have done Jorge Mas with all that shit, bro. Yeah, he should have yeah, yeah, hit him yeah, with the flying yeah. knee. I'm pretty sure, thinking back to it, he would have. And, you know, the, the, the good thing, too, is that, that I really liked is that Honestly, Kevin was pretty, at the end, pretty disappointed with himself. He wasn't like a, oh, you know, well, we all knew what was going to happen. I'm a bad, re-. like he, it looked like he thoroughly went in there expecting to win, like expecting to pull something out. And that makes me feel a lot better that he's just not like you were talking about Tony. Oh, I'm just happy to be here, make some money. No, he was like, I was here to win. I was actually trying to win, but and then also that happens a lot. Fighters, you know, they'll talk, talk, talk. They'll fight each other. And then, you know, there's a newfound respect. Even on Hamza's side, Hamza was like, you know, you can come train with me, you know. Please. It's just because I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure Hamza was like, damn, like, I'm pretty sure he was impressed with Holland. Like, you put up a little bit more than, I mean, shit, Hamza put up more. I mean, uh, Kevin Holland put up more of a fight than Lee, Lee Jing Ling. Um, I can when, tell that dude, that dude had not watched any film. He had never heard this name before. Like, he had never heard of him. For you to go into a fight and just have a wild right hand, like, just swing. Like, he just went in there and just started swinging. And Hamza just took him down. And I don't think that ever, that guy ever saw who he was fighting. Uh, but, yeah, Holland put the arm up and uh, dumb. I mean, that was dumb on him. Shouldn't have done that. But he definitely put up a fight. And I think he was disappointed because he tapped out so fast. And he's a black belt. I think when you're a black belt, you believe, like... Yo, I'm a black belt. I don't just tap after two a quick two minute roll. Like I'm good. Like I can no, defend no. myself. And I think um, that's what he was going for. I think he knew he was gonna get taken down, controlled, but I don't think he thought he was gonna get finished. I thought he was gonna be able to just 
even if he swing, I thought he he I think he thought he was gonna be doing that that the whole breakdancing moves he was doing for three rounds. Like I think he was gonna be able to, and then gas him out. Like and then yeah. he's like, I'm ready for the the later rounds. Honestly, uh, but he I, tapped. I think if he would have survived somehow those all those choke attempts, if he would have escaped, got it back to his feet after that. I, Hamza would have been gassed. happened and the dominance. Okay, okay, okay. I get that. I get that. That he would have been. Okay, well, that was my other. That was a question that I've been having. So they were pretty much the same weight, but one guy yeah. missed weight to where he was supposed to be, while the other guy just hit weight the way it was supposed to be. Now Kevin Holland was the one that was bigger and was always supposed to be that. The other guy was smaller, but was supposed to cut even more weight. So he had been draining himself, maybe even a little more. But more, let's say he did go up until four a.m. And was killing himself. And then doctor, enough to the doctor be like, yo, don't fight. Like, don't, don't cut any more weight. Like, you're going to kill yourself. Imagine that. How bad he must have been, right? So, who would you have given? Like, I guess th- I'm just saying that, that was some of the things that, um, I guess, helped Holland and gave us all. But for a while, I, I didn't know what to think. Who, would, uh, who has the edge there? There, there? there was no, as far as, like, weight cut and whatnot, I don't think there was really an edge. Uh but again, the, Hamza had just missed yeah, but, weight with the doctor and all this stuff. Now, I'm not saying he was going to lose, but it was a vulnerability. Now, after watching the fight, I also know how stupid that whole thought was. But, and even now, so, that's why I'm like, oh, wait, it wasn't, it wasn't even a question I had anymore after I watched the fight. But before it, going into it, again, we're trying to find the vulnerabilities. And I was like, well, you know, Kevin Holland made way where he was supposed to. He was, he was good. While Hamza just killed himself. So the whole three rounds might work. The whole let's wait him out. Let's let's push forward. I can get him in the later rounds. After watching the fight, I realized that Hamza could be in the hospital in a coma, get out of it, and immediately go fight anybody <laughs> and still win. Like that guy is a different breed. So, dude, I, and that's why Kevin Holland can't really fault himself. I I need to check this. I don't. I think one of the things too is I don't remember the last time Kevin Holland was actually finished in a fight because every time he lost he got laid and prayed on he never really got finished um so i I wonder if that's like something he was like fuck and two minutes and two minutes bro like that's embarrassing bro like but i think as a competitor it's it's hamza bro no 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 no. and i think that's what at the end of the day he tells himself like fuck it's Hamza. everybody loses he's gonna be the champion like he's gonna be pound for pound number one real quick he's already on the pound for pound uh but he's gonna be number so i know holland said but still there's Fuck, man, I still lost at two minutes. Like, I could have, man, what if I would have rolled the other way? Like, four minutes would have been better. Like, tap at four minutes. Or at least get to the second round. Like, get into the second round with Hamza. Let me get back on my feet. Let me piece him up a little bit. Let me get, let me land one strike. Let me land one. Let me just slap him once. One good slap and I'm happy. Nothing, bro. Nothing. And uh, that's what I mean. I think that is the part that's still going to bug him a little bit. The whole, yeah, I lost to him. But, you know, if you're like, eh, I would have lost to this or whatever. He couldn't even land one. Like it was just. It's he not he even tried. Out. Hey, he rolled. Hey, he rolled. He was rolling, bro. He was going at it. He was rolling for his life, bro. Hobbs, <laughs> just wouldn't let him, bro. And then he got him in the anaconda, and then like he he perfectly did what he. I think I don't know if it was a Dars to the anaconda, anaconda or anaconda to Dars. Oh, I, I I think I think at first it was an anaconda, but then he. Defended it perfectly, but then and then he started roll. He was able to get out and of it, rolled, and Hamza rolled step, right, 
right like, with him. And then he was like, hey, here's this Darce right here. And he was like, oh, sh-. I think, I've, I think, dude, I mean, Holland defended it for so long. And then, like, after he kept following him, he was just like, God damn it, bro. I think he yeah. hurt his shoulder, first of all. Yeah. I think his shoulder, like, was like, my shoulder hurt from you following on, following yeah, yeah, yeah. me, bro. But And I think it was just Holland knew what to do. But it was like Hamza knew what he was going to do, what Colin was going to do, and he knew how to beat him to the punch. And so when Holland was doing good. it, he was already there. And Holland was like, what the, what the, how are you here? And he would do another flip, and Holland was, and Hamza was like, what the? And I think that was what, like, and I think, I don't know if this was real, because at this point, I don't know if it was real on Twitter or not, uh, that he told, like, the Hamza team, like, yo, he's the real deal. That Hamza was like the real deal. I don't know. Again, that was a fake. But that he went up to like the Hamza, like as they're like all like kind of like congratulating all stuff. Uh, and there are like I don't know what all he says that he. Oh, I think it was in uh, Ariel, so I think it was legit. But I don't remember. But uh, uh, that I mean, was like a, I think. That I think sounds about still, right. I think there's still like after fighting somebody like Hamza, you're like, fuck. Like I fought Vittori, I fought uh, Brunson who played, but this guy is different. And I think like calling. Now, to all his, the people around him, like, like, hush, he's like, yo, this guy, like, never felt anything like him. Like, never. And that's why all the training partners that we would see around Hamza that were in the UFC or stuff like that, we would hear, like, yo, there's this guy. Nothing. We never, like, never seen anything like this. Yeah, guy the, the, the commentary they always talk about, like, if you train at this place, they tell you these, the stories of this guy, the legends of Hamza Shemaev. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's insane. And I see why, because. But he's also Jesus. very human. Like for him to be that dominant, we've seen him be a little too human against Gobert Burns. We've seen him be a little too much of an immature fighter. Where you're what, just... what, what? Now I wonder what happened in that fight. Did I think. Did he just make a conscious decision that he was just going to stand and bang? And that's, that's no, what No, I, I think, no, no, no. I, I, I do think Gilbert Burns posed a threat. I mean, it's also Gilbert Burns. And I do think when they were up against the cage, like, I think Hamzat also realized, oh, there's a reason why this guy is the number one contender and why he just fought. Like, this guy's freaking strong and he hits pretty hard. And, like, I think all this stuff Hamzat what? also was figuring out. Why didn't he do the smash thing? I'm going to, you know, just go rush for the, the takedown. Man, I honestly, I think that was, the, well, I mean, he won, and I wouldn't even say he was humbled, but he was slapped. I mean, that's the equivalent of Holland getting finished in two minutes, is Hamza getting slapped around over 100 times and have, have it go three rounds. I think even all his training partners were like, what the, f- who is this Gilbert Burns to withstand? But I think Hamza, I think going into it, he had been very hot, very, very, very hot. And I do think going into it, I think... Gilbert pulled some stuff that gave Hamzat a little bit of a, I don't want to get some, like, I don't want him to grab my arm or something. And the ego eventually took over. And because they were yelling at him, like, don't brawl. But I think his mind had completely taken over at that point. He was like, I'm knocking th- this dude out. And his brain, like, there's even, I think after the second round, when the ref is, like, separating them, and Hamza's still, like, throwing, like, hammer fists, like, just still that's trying a, to help that, Gilbert. That, that, that's what I'm saying. I think, I, I can't help but think in that fight, Hamza made a conscious decision, like, just, nah, I'm a, I'm standing bang, like I'm not I'm not doing the the usual smash thing. All like, his stuff I've, would get all his stuff would get revert. Like Gilbert Burns would stuff a lot of his stuff, like a lot of his takedowns. So yeah, but, I mean, but, but, regardless, it's, it, it's it's Hamza. He it could have been an ego. It could have been an ego. Like, man, I'm not taking him down as easy as I take everybody else. 
what the and i think at that point like, well i'm gonna knock you out then like i i do think like it's I mean, just it's rage bro it's war like his his head is just war and I, so if ego or something yeah but it must have been a cut but i don't think he was like okay he was telling no i'm i'm not gonna but it, it's just yeah at the moment it, it yeah he his his body was like i'm not going down we're we're we're, we're banging but his because his camp was like yelling at him like stop brawling what are you doing they're like yelling at his face like what are you doing why are you doing this and he would just he was just like staring forward and then he would get up and do the same exact thing just go forward and bang so yeah i think his body just but that was an immature fighter like that was a very clearly undisciplined fighter somebody who was like yo have some patience we're gonna take down listen to your corner i mean that's what you would want so from it being almost god level to how he beats all these fighters, we've also seen him be pretty much a child, a, a 20 year old fighter, a 20 something year old fighter who went in, saw red, and just started a brawl. That's a weakness. There's fighters who would, Kobe Covington would capitalize off of that. And Kobe Covington would beat you if he gets you mad enough, which is what he attempts to do every time. And now I don't think that's gonna happen because Hamza, again, god level. But we've seen him. Go to a decision. I think. Uh, I think. Was it a split I think, decision? I think. I think. I think. I believe it was. So imagine that goes to Kobe. I don't know. And the split decision doesn't go his way. You know. I think. It, uh, I think it's the opposite. I think you get him mad. That's when you have the I'm shooting it for the takedown and finishing your ass real quick. I think that's the mad Hamza. I think Hamza versus Gilbert Burns was like, I want to play. Yeah, let's play. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> I don't. No. I don't know. And, that, and the that's... reason I don't think that is because going four fights without a single land, uh, strike landed to over a hundred with your face beat up. There's no way. There's no way well, you're well, like oh, we're just having fun out here. And then to a split decision. And even if that was the case, after winning by split decision, you should be like, "Oh, that was a bad decision. That was such an immature thing to do. Like I should not." Or even if he won, like the unanimous, unanimous, like. That was way too much damage, way too close. He took way too many. He was down several times. If Gilbert Burns would have done maybe something else, maybe the fight would have like you. There's no way you would. I think the sober, the sane, the my head is in the right place is the one that goes for the takedown and puts his head in the right place, knows where to keep you, where to push you down, where to where to angle you. Because in all these fights, we haven't seen him really go angry. We've seen him just smash. And with Gilbert Burns, we saw a tip up chip. Like we saw him, like, oh, he's gonna, we're finally. I'm finally going up against the contender. Like I'm going up against the number one. Like this is it. This is my shot. I'm gonna demolish. I'm gonna show you guys I'm the real deal. And I think that's like that pushed him over the edge. But regardless, bro, as we were talking about with Tony earlier, you listen to your your corner. When you don't listen to your corner, you're obviously not as disciplined as you believe to be. So regardless of what happened by him doing that, that was clearly not the game plan. And Gilbert Burns maybe didn't capitalize off of it, but somebody else will. A Kobe or even an Izzy. An Izzy who's smart, who's a better striker than Hamza. If Hamza decides to not go for the takedown and he gets, I guess, mad or, or and then he's going to get knocked out by Izzy, you know? But of course, Hamza's not going to, like, he's going to go in for the takedown. And that, but I don't, I don't know if, uh, I, <laughs> I firmly believe Hamza was playing with this food. He was, except his food was Gilbert Burns, and Gilbert Burns ain't no walk in the park. And so, 
maybe he went in there. You know what? I've smashed all these people. I want a fight of the night too. I want a fight of the night. Can I get a fight of the night? Let's do a fight of the night. Like, I guess the last I, argument would be he was very disappointed after. That like, wasn't the way he wanted the fight to go. We've never seen Hamza sad. He cried. We've never seen him like that. He that's not the way he th- like. Obviously for him that was a loss. Like in his head as a competitor, undefeated, Neverland for him that was a complete embarrassment. I just need to see more fights from him because I need to see like so we can fully really get down to the nitty but I gritty think we of are like seeing like up to now we've seen everything Hamza has seen his entire life. Just like there's like wrestlers, I'm pretty sure there's in other sports like a I don't know Steph Curry who's just maybe he's been good his entire life. And he's just never really showed, like, just always, you know, had that talent, maybe from his dad, who's also a player. Like, he's naturally had that and just always been good. There was just always that time. I, for it's example, you knew that. Yeah, boy, I know my stuff. Remember, I'm Curry, boy. I'd be Curry with the shot, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you surprised I knew that one, too? Mm-hmm. Like, but... for example, I'm, I'm really talented in music. It, it comes very easily. I've never had to work at it. I think that's Hamza. And honestly, I forgot what we were talking about earlier. I, I was gonna, I was, I was gonna say that, like, let's just say Hamzat. We see five more of Hamzat's fights, and oh, they yeah, all, and they, yeah. and they all, and they all start and go the same way with him immediately. From you ready, you ready, boom, attacking, takedown, smash, blah blah blah, like five straight more fights. What was it in that Gilbert Burns fight that, like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, what, I what? It. So this is more is, of looking back on it. Yeah, yeah, we we don't know Plus, right yeah, now we because don't know. We, don't we, know. we have a we have a small sample size. But I'm saying if he goes, if he goes five more that. fights and does the smash shit, like what was it about the Gilbert well, Burns? The other like, argument what? is the other argument is he doesn't go into these fights trying to play with these guys. He goes into them trying to finish them, like everything. So yeah, I guess then the argument is why. why. That, that, but I but I think he tried to. I do think he tried to finish it. But yeah, if he goes on and like let's say he fights. uh Usman and finishes him, that's going to show that clearly he could have finished Gilbert if he wanted to. Why didn't he? And that's the question. Why didn't he finish it when he could I think, I think also um, Shemaev is a lot different than Habib Islam. In that way you were saying, he, he is a predator. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't take you down just to take you down. He takes you down. It's kind of like a similar but not exactly the same to um, Charles Oliveira, how he uses his jiu-jitsu. He's not using his jiu-jitsu to kind of just, mm, you know, grapple with you or whatnot. He's looking for the kill. He's trying yeah. to find something, and he's going to try to submit you. Hamzat, you just usually don't see that out of a wrestler where, like, Hamzat's on going for the kill. He's going to take you down, and he's trying to get you on that rear naked, and he... Dude, he can do the anaconda, the darsh choke. He, yeah. dude, he has all this shit in his fucking tool bag, like everything you need in the tool I feel bag. Like he has everything in his tool bag. Like, he, he, I feel like he can do it all. Where, whereas, like, honestly, that's why we kind of complain about the Habibs, the Islams, those kind of guys, because it's kind of like, oh, you just wrestle him and then kind of like punch yeah. him a few times the, and yeah, waste the time. Is that you, sure they win, but for one, it takes a lot longer. And you also take at least a little bit of punishment. We've never seen somebody go five fights with zero strikes landed with over three, four hundred strikes. Like that's and, and and so Khabib's thing is that he's never bled in the UFC. 
but Hamza's never been. Well, I mean, I guess Hamza can't say that he has blood in the UFC. But to go that amount of fights without being hit is a feat of his own. Now, they were smaller divisions. I don't think that happens from now, by the way, what you were saying. Like, from now on, he's going to have some hard fights. Everybody's going to at least slap him back a couple times. Everybody from here on out is going to have some, at least in the 170 division, has defense. In the 185? Oh, this guy's going to eat them alive, bro, at 185. Are you kidding me? Imagine this guy's going to eat them versus Marvin Vittori. <laughs> <laughs> against all even a brunson bro who's like hamza should be fine curtis blades honestly like if we're going like a fair challenge go to the heavyweight division that's for me that's the only way to give this guy a fair challenge because bro izzy like if they were to pair up right now izzy and hamza i would laugh i would die laughing i would pay double for that pay-per-view knowing that it's going to be half a short you know but i was still that's that's the one that i want to see and we all know that's where it's going to be. Now, to conclude, actually, that little train of thought, I believe that, I do believe that Izzy is working on his uh, takedown defense and his grappling a little too much and is relying on his previous knowledge of striking and believes that Pereira is going to be trying to do MMA, trying to be working on his grappling and all that stuff while he's just working on his striking. And I think he knocks out Izzy while Izzy tries to go for some takedowns or all this stuff that Izzy's going to try to do in the fights and he gets knocked out. I, I think I, at the rematch eventually, I think Izzy learned. Um, and if not, so that's one route, like with the Doctor Strange, I can see 14 million. That's one route that I see. The other is if he does somehow beat Pereira, it would be through his takedowns. Takes him down, beats him. It would be a very boring, might get booed. But then you get Hamza. And once again, we're back in the game of crap. Here we go. Excited about another Izzy fight. But because he's fighting Hamza, even though he just had a boring fight against Pereira. So it's a lose-lose for, for Izzy, really, in my eyes. <laughs> Either he what loses... What is this nonsense you're talking about, bro? <laughs> because, because, for, because for one, everything that goes up has to come down. I, I do think Izzy has been champion long enough to where you can't keep your head everywhere. You have Hamza coming. You have Pereira coming. You have all these guys coming. That's the pressure of a champion. That you have to be elite at it all. And I think over time, everything that comes down... and. Even if he doesn't go away forever, I do. Izzy has to lose at least one fight coming soon. And if it's not Pereira, it is Hamza. And either one that it is, like the good thing with Pereira is that you would probably be given a rematch just because how how champion how dominant you are with Hamza. I think Hamza, if Hamza wins, it'll be very dominant. And I don't think Izzy gets a, a rematch at that point. I think at that point Hamza would move on and try to fight other belts. But oh, Izzy, Izzy, if he beats Pereira, is going to be through his takedown. I don't think Izzy is going to be able to outstrike a guy who's been striking for the last. Still 10 years without moving on to any other sports. I think Izzy's gonna try takedowns, which will be boring. He gets booed, and that's how he wins. Boo. Oh, you are look, bud. This man isn't just diverting and oh, he's, not diverting. he's work he's working on grappling only. I do believe he's gonna do some grappling because he wants to show that. Hey, Pereira, this is mixed martial arts. But I do think he's still going to piece up Pereira on the feet. Now, the fa the ma it's a matter of fact. Does Pereira catch him? Pereira is going to be oh, one of the... The thing is... Oh, Lord. So you're saying he's going to get lucky. And that's the no, only I'm way to get uh, Leon Edwards. I don't, look, Leon you're, Edwards you're, 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 you're the luck guy. I'm not the luck okay, guy. Okay, okay. But like a Leon Edwards, like you obviously worked on, the other guy eventually makes a mistake. No, I, I don't like, even think Pereira, like that. Like, I, is he going to have to make a mistake? I think, first of all, Pereira would be the first opponent to push 
forward the action to Izzy in a very long time. That'll be first because obviously Pereira is going to be the first guy that Izzy's faced in a very long time that hasn't been scared of him. Um, so that's one. So that'll already right there make it a lot more interesting. Um, I'm pretty sure knowing the way, like how Izzy talks and whatnot, he wants to, like, this is mixed martial arts. Like he said it before. He's like, that was kickboxing. This is mixed martial arts. This is what you're trying to tell me. Because nah, we, we know Izzy is not going to have ended, like they're going to be rolling around having interest. Like it, Izzy ideally will take him down and try to do some ground and pound. That's the game plan. Izzy's not trying what? to submit him or anything. Like why wouldn't he? he why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he try to submit him? Because that's not now. If you're working on submissions, that's a whole another area that you're working. I don't think Izzy has the time to be working on submissions. I think you'll work on it if the if the opportunity comes up. But I think if you beat him on the floor, it's through ground and pound, yeah, or at but, least make enough damage to when you get back up, he's hurt elbows yeah. anything that you can do but the thing is you, you he's trying to take advantage of how lacking Pereira is on the ground so are you trying to tell me that is he strong on the ground no it's I, just would say that, I would I would say is he's a little stronger with him on the ground that would probably be about it I, I just I feel like I mean I don't know if this is I maybe this is me just if I were game planning if I were game planning I wouldn't be trying to take him to the ground, ground and pound. I mean, if the opportunity, if you get in the top mount somehow, yes, ground and pound. That's what you do. But go go for some submissions, bro. If you get his back, if you if you have an opportunity to get his back, get that rear naked. He's choke. working on submission. Like, no, no. It's just too much. If he really is working on all that, he's gonna get knocked out. Because if he's really working on submissions, takedown defense, takedowns, uh, ground game, ground and pound. He's not working on striking as much. There, there's just so much time in a day. And maybe you are touching it up, but if the other guy's just working on that, you're going to get caught, man. You're, you're like, it, it's just very hard. It's just very, like, honestly, if Hamza wasn't around, Izzy would not be working on that on grappling the way that I think he is. He would have enough takedown defense to where he doesn't have to worry about it. The thing and, is, you, 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 you act like Izzy hasn't been working on, like, just, I mean, I know he's Izzy not, no, he's not a boring fight. And that's what I don't want anymore. If he beats Pereira, I know it has to be a boring fight. It's the way Izzy has to beat him. If Izzy beats him, it has to be boring. Because as a striker, I think he's going to get caught. And he knows that. Because he's lost twice to this guy. So he doesn't want that. But it was once. And, and based on his last fight. Once. Through two jabs. Twice. Twice. You're sure it was only lost once. Him, twice. One time he got knocked out. That. One time he got knocked out. One time he just lost by decision. So two losses to this guy. Like Look, bro, that, I'm tired. You know? I'm tired of you bashing on my like, boy months get, before like, his fight even happening, bro. Yeah, I know, but it's just like the train, like just with Hamzad in the rear, like you have to be working on grappling. And again, and it, it was really just because you were saying, like, when you're like being divided and like, oh, I was working on grappling for this guy, like he has to be working on grappling, but you have to work on some striking. Now, Pereira, on the other hand. Has to know that Izzy's gonna go for some takedowns, and you can easily lose the fight away just by being on the ground and not being able to get up. It's gonna be a crappy way to lose, but that's an easy way for you to lose if you can't get back up. So I also think he's working on that. That's why I think Izzy's gonna be just a little better than him, but I do think he's working on it. I don't think he's completely oblivious to it. Just like, oh, they're never gonna take me down. No, like obviously somebody's gonna take you, and he's fought, you know, people that could take him down. So. I think he understands it a little bit. Might try to have enough takedown defense. But if Izzy's spending his time working on chokes and submissions and 
if the other guy just has enough takedown defense to stop Izzy from it, hey, we got it on our feet. And who's been working more on the feet? That's all that matters. Oh and whoever God. wins, that, that's... and whoever wins, the crazy thing is whoever wins has to know that Izzy, that Hamza is right there. So if Pereira wins, Hamza is gonna eat that guy alive, bro. I think, Hamza I will think, demolish Pereira. I think that's the misperception you're having. See, I'm seeing it as like little by little throughout these years, Adesanya has been working. Let's just say the jujitsu, the chokes and stuff. He's been working on it. He's not no black belt. We're not sitting here saying he's a black belt. Uh, striking, struggling. But, he threw two jabs his last fight. You think that's fair? For 25 minutes, threw two jabs. You think that's fair? I mean, it's true. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Like, that's not... You act like the only trainer. No, but you have to be fair. Like, yeah, he didn't work on his striking. If he worked on strike, he would have knocked him out. He would have been a little bit sharper. He He wouldn't have just thrown two jabs. I mean, you have to be fair. Like, you were like you were fair with Tony, and I'm fair with Tony. You also have to be fair with Izzy. You have to be fair with your people. Otherwise, your credibility, like, in my, under my, in my eyes, it just kind of gets hurt. One's a champion. The other one's a washed-up freaking guy that got beat up by hey, Nate nobody Diaz. fell asleep watching that other dude's last three fights. The last three fights have had people, everybody fall asleep. That's fine. Two that's jabs, fine. bro. Two, like, that's fine. I get it, but you, no, that's not fine. You also, the, the, the way you complain about this main event, like, oh, look at these guys. They're just, they had more action. There was more entertainment. There was more than an Izzy fight. So, cool. I gave you fair. Like, yeah, these are not elite fighters. These are all two old guys that should be retired, but there's, there's, like, people are entertained. Izzy, sure, very elite fighter. And the reason he's that boring is because nobody can really get close to him because he's that, they're that afraid of him. Cool. I get it. I get that. But now, on my side of it, I want to be entertained and I'm going to pay for the UFCs. So, yeah, it is a little like, man, I know I'm going to pay for his fight, but he threw two jabs in 25 minutes. I paid $80 to see two jabs be thrown. Like, you also have to say, damn, yeah, that's not okay, Izzy. Like, I don't, like, I don't stand behind that. I don't when stand you say, behind that. When you say you he threw two jabs, you, he threw two you, jabs, bro. One, two, and that's it. 25 that's, minutes. That was the whole 25 minutes. Yes. Yes. Are you yeah. talking about the Whitaker fight? Why, why, watch his, uh, the Cannoneer fight. The Cannoneer fight. That was his last fight. The Whitaker was before I that. Th- I thought you were talking about Whitaker because I was like, he, shit, oh, if he threw two, if he well, threw two. Whitaker's even worse because Whitaker was a controversial loss. If, so if that one, th- you didn't even win. That one wasn't if, even a dominant win. That was even, it, don't if, even remind me about Whitaker. He lost to Whitaker. We sat there threw, and watched him lose to Whitaker. If he threw two jabs, all I know is one of them dropped Whitaker. So that's all I know. Yeah. If you so want to talk about two one, jabs. With that one, I mean, imagine losing that fight. Barely, like, barely, barely skating by. And then, of course, you go get a cannoneer, bro. Jared Cannoneer. And the only significant strikes were two jabs that even he was proud of and posted it. He was like, oh, yeah, David's definitely going to love this. Look, watch these two jabs. And, yeah, you ate it up. You were like, man, that was Shut such a, that was worth my $80, bro. Did you not see the left jab? Like, is he such a, yeah, like, I know he's an amazing fighter, but that doesn't always translate to being, you know, interesting. Like, some of the best musicians are jazz players. You know how many people are standing outside to watch them play? Not that many. They want to go to a show with entertainment and lights and guitar solos. And they don't want to go to a little jazz bar and see a guy go over chromatic notes. No, that's boring. It's not as entertaining as the action. 
but it's they're not as good of course well, they're not well, as elite. That, that's because the, 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 the genre the genre the sport the genre yes, it, which is the sport is boring nobody watches that sport about the musician itself the music like the music itself they're very technical the music is the sport the sport no one no one no one watches the sport bro what like what do you expect from a sport that nobody watches it's kind of like disc golf. Like, yeah, you got this great guy in disc golf. Nobody watches disc golf, bro. So your analogy is invalid. Yeah, I guess. If you want to look at the 116 again, I didn't, strikes, I didn't say by jazz, the way. I didn't say jazz music. I said jazz musicians. Because I was yeah, exactly. how good you are, elite you are. It doesn't matter how elite you are if you're not entertaining. You have to be entertaining. Because you're in the wrong sport, bro. Israel Adesanya the is in the is in the rock and roll business. I don't know what you're talking about. 116 strikes, by the way. I don't know where the two jabs. Mm-hmm. Official. I sorry. Am I supposed to look up Caesar's official official stat book? <laughs> so, so, his, so so then in your in your eyes, Izzy's good. Izzy's doing a tremendous job as keep as you look. Know. My eyes, you totally you, you shifted this conversation. I don't but, know how. No, no, no. But you like you said everything about Tony, and I was cool with it because it's fair. Like everything you said was fair. But then when anybody talks bad about Connor, you're just like, you just put the whole dick in your mouth and you're like, oh, bro, don't talk about him. Like, you just like. When do I ever say that about Connor, bro? About, but Izzy, like, also, like, you should be able to realize, like, damn, his last fights have sucked. Have you rewatched any of Izzy? Like, Dude, nobody would yes, ever. Yes, but he's still a great fighter. Yeah, Who gives yeah, a fuck, oh, bro? 100%. 100%. I don't care about that. I want to be entertained. I want my money to well, be well worth it. I well, want. To, I don't we've want. Explain, we've discussed this already. Good for you. And, yeah, and that's you fine realize, with you. And you realize, yes, you're right, Caesar. Until it comes down, okay, now that I'm right, realize that I'm speaking about Izzy. Like we want to be entertained every time, not just oh Izzy's around. So yeah, we know he's gonna be boring, but yeah, he's great. He's great. So just you know, you know, David has to you know, it, it's cool. No, like, no, like that's not the way it works. You know, look that, at this that, card. That's, Who's that, the better fighter? Hamza, Kevin Holland, or Nate and Tony? Who are the better fighters? Who are the more elite fighters? And who are the ones headlining the, the card? Not the elite ones. I can assure you that. Well, but Hamza the one that was, would be more Hamza was supposed to, The Hamza was supposed to. Yeah, but when it came down to Nate or Hamza, who did they choose? Well, because well, you, you can't. Who did they choose? You can't let choose? the guy that Answer missed weight. You Answer can't let question. the guy that missed if weight. Nate, if Nate would have missed weight, headline. they would still. If Nate, if Nate missed weight, they would have still. Nate wouldn't have missed weight, bro. Come on, bro. Come on. Like, there's no way you can like there, even make no, this argument. Nate was Nate was the headline of this card. It's no. Nate was the headline of this card. The big old what? Nate was the headline of this card, bro. If Nate would have like gone off the card, they would have canceled the card. Like your whole theory of like they're gonna cancel the card would have came true. If Nate would have, if Nate would have missed weight, they're like, oh, you can't fight. The whole car would have been postponed. I can all put my money on that, but it right, didn't because Nate's a I, professional. I, I, I forgot. I forgot you came from the the Nick Diaz Army uh, Church this this fabulous Wednesday evening. I forgot you you praised you praised. Nick's, I never. I was Nick never really into Nick Diaz. And honestly, growing up, if I would have seen them, I would have despised the Diaz brothers. Just because you also know, like you know how how you know. So like even growing, like it's not. It wasn't even like the Nick. What I what, one of the things I do respect that I tell people is the fact that he got banned for 15 years on marijuana. Like I think that is ridiculous, and I think they made an example of him, and I think that matters because now the chip on Nate's shoulder, you know why it's there, and you can also see how they treat him, and then you can see how they are with the UFC. They're very everybody's kissing ass with the Rock shoes. He's like, bro, these shoes fucking suck, or you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, the the PI so great, he's peeing outside of the PI, and nobody ever tells him anything because they're like, well, you know, he's not completely off. 
Like by him saying like, yo, I'll fight anybody. I'm trying to get it. And the UFC would be like, nah, you're, you're, we're not letting you go. Like everybody can say like, yo, this, this is not good. So I do think that's, um, uh, I forgot what I was going to put. This happens a lot where I just, if you let me ramble on for too long, I forget yeah, where so, so we started with, me, bro. I, I was going to say, it started with, I was going to say, look. I got to keep notes on the bro. I keep Adesanya has been training full mixed martial arts. And when I say training, I don't mean like. Oh God, I can bro, already hear your Adesanya's people, bro. Like, bro, look, look, you listen, this, listen, you listen. Because you, you, you hear. And they go, like, you oh hear, yeah, Izzy's great. Because you hear training and you think training camp, he's he's working on grappling. Like I'm talking about outside right of training. I'm right outside, now. Right yeah. now? Right now, well, I don't like, think I don't think I, he's I think, working. I think he's working on striking. Right now. Interesting, 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 interesting. Now, if if it's like no, but yeah, after like, after after Alex Pereira, if he gets through that fight, even before the Hamza fight's even announced or anything, I think once he's healed and up and everything, that's where I disagree. He, he's he's where, back. He's yeah. he's and that's where I disagree. That's where I was saying like I don't think if you just work very aggressive for six weeks, you're gonna be ready for him. I think you have to. Be aggressive for a very long time. And even if he's not this year or next year, you're like, if we get past this guy, like, he's next. Like, there's there's no denying that. Now, we can use to our advantage where we're working on Hamza. We can use our to also win this fight. So it's not like we're just losing time. But the striking is not going to work against Hamza. That, we're, for those six weeks, we're not going to be. At, at the same time, you can't look. Yeah, you're not looking past. Turn, you can't you're not look looking past. past. But, but again, if you don't, you're also being dumb. Because you know that's coming up. If you if Izzy's like, nah, bro, again, what he was trying to do before, I'm not worried about it. He's 170. If Izzy keeps trying to play that game, which I know he didn't play that game. I know his coaches from them, they're like, yo, we're going to start preparing for Hamza. Even if it's just a little bit, we're going to start. But if he just does that and like, nah, bro, I don't have to worry. And then he gets lined up to a fight. He's like, all right, now all, we're just going really, really aggressively. Like, I know we've been working on grappling. Now we're really going to, I think he's going to lose. Devastating. I mean, like, either, I think he has yeah. to be working on that. Like, and that's what I was trying to point I was trying to make earlier. I think all of those guys, even Usman, the Kobe's, the 185 top guys, they're all like, yo, this Hamza, we don't know who he's going to be. They're already, ten, they're already years and years behind. That's the, that's the issue. You're, Holland you're, just got paired up with them. Holland never, I, and that's why I told you, I never, Holland never believed he would got paired up because he's like, like, Holland's like, yo, this guy's on a different trajectory. This guy's on a different, like, I'm, he left me in the, in the rear view mirror. So Holland now got paired up. So anybody can get. We don't know if he's going to 170 or if he's going to 185. Like yeah, we don't no, know here, what division Holland's in. Here's the thing. Or uh, Hamza is. Obviously, in 170, if he were to fight 170 next, you got to give him either Colby or the title, one or the other. Now, if he were to fight at 185 next, do you think he needs to fight? One of the top contenders, one of the, a top hey, five. Give him opponent. Robert Whitaker. He'll destroy Robert Whitaker. Give him if you give him a top. Now the thing is, he'd made a big detour by fighting Nate, which is what I told you. He should have. Now we're like, oh, he should fight Kobe. Of course he should have fought Kobe. I told you all this months ago. Kobe is the gatekeeper to the division. You fight Kobe, you get a chance at the belt. But they're not just gonna fast forward you and give you Usman. You need to get. Which I think if Hamza would have just done that, but no, you have. The UFC trying to do this whole Nate Diaz. This Holland thing was a complete. De- this is a complete waste of time for Hamza. This this Holland fight, this Nate Diaz. This was a complete. He should have been ready to fight Kobe or the belt or a contender in the 185. So I want to see him smash Kobe. All I want to see him smash Kobe, please. So Kobe's going to be interesting because for one, no. we haven't seen Kobe. 
I think Kobe's already preparing for him. I don't think there's anybody else that Kobe would fight right now. There's nobody else that Kobe would fight right now. And I think the champion, Leon, either fights Usman or fights Masvidal. Justin I don't Poirier? Think... What? Justin Poirier? You don't think Kobe would want to fight Dustin? No. It depends. What? Okay. Okay. Here. That I was think when he was. So that was right after Kobe had fought for the belt and, and Dustin was thirsty. But he knows he's going to lose. He has Chandler. I think it depends on the Leon versus Usman rematch. If Leon wins that rematch, obviously Kobe's back on track to the title, right? Masvidal gets the shot. I think Masvidal gets the shot before Kobe. How if he hasn't even won a fight? Kobe has only beat Masvidal. Okay. They both so lost you, to the champion, but, Kobe, but, Kobe, but uh, Leon and Masvidal have past beef. And Leon doesn't want Kobe. He would do everything to avoid Kobe. So he'll, so he'll give Kobe to Hamza. Now, I do believe a Leon versus Masvidal and a Kobe versus Hamza co-mate. That I do believe. Uh, or even uh, Usman, uh, that, and then uh, Covington. Uh, so if, you're, if you're a matchmaker, all right, Leon gets past Usman the second time. You're booking next fight not, for Leon. It's not about is... what I'm booking. It's, for one, Leon is asking for Masvidal, and Masvidal is a huge draw. That would be a, Leon, and especially if they do it over there, Leon and Masvidal is a huge draw, more than probably anybody else in that, again, unless Hamzat or a few other guys. But hey, oh, most people, it is a big... Um, so if I was matchmaker, yeah. That's, that's we, what they're we, trying we, to we do. We talked about this already, bro. Once and I, and, I it all, and it's funny because you keep being wrong, but you keep doubting me. And I, I still don't see, like, why are you... So we've gone over this whole Nate Diaz. Now we're going to go over it against Masvidal. Masvidal's a again, As yeah. much as it sucks, he, he, as much he as you was. don't like him, he was. you said the same uh, thing about Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz. And I, I'm going to quote, like, I'm going to... Oh, Nate Diaz was a draw five years ago, bro. We saw it this weekend how big of a draw he was. We haven't seen a UFC that much energy in a while. I think Kobe could draw while. just as much as Leon. I mean, not Leon, uh, Masvidal. No, no, completely wrong. Yes, completely, yes because Kobe is 100% heel. Wrong. He is the biggest heel. No, it doesn't matter. Masvidal is a star. Like, ah, dude, no, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's because yeah. you watch other sports, but that makes like, we had this discussion with Nate. Like, for you to think that Kobe is a bigger, like, in the Nate versus Masvidal fight, who do you Nate, think Nate, was the draw? Nate, okay, no, not Nate. Look, my, sorry, Masvidal versus Kobe. Who do you think was the draw? You think it was Kobe? I I firmly believe it was Masvidal. Exactly. But then he, but then he lost. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It does not matter. I yes, can it does. Masvidal will go on and entertain the fans. Masvidal. Masvidal. Masvidal isn't Nate. Now I'll give you. Now I'll give you it. I, no. I was... and, and and it does suck to see like all like these takes because maybe with other sports I get it and maybe because but dude I'm obsessed with the sport I know the drama like I see how numbers change like how people react when Masvidal's like when 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 Masvidal Kobe is a heel like I told you earlier he works his ass off to be a heel but he's not like Kobe hasn't been around there's no talks to the dude like we don't give a like flip about him. Masvidal, as much as he's not fighting, still pretty relevant. Like we, oh, still, where there's still, there's still a little bit more talk where? Than, than him. And like the same thing that you said with Nate Diaz, like oh five years ago. Like I get it, you're involved in so many sports. Like I get it, dude. It's very hard to see everything in MMA, and I don't hold that against you. But it's very hard to beat somebody who's obsessed with sports versus somebody who's obsessed with football. You know, somebody that's just like they'll give you all, they'll give you everything. It's very hard to compete if you know all the sports. 
I don't know any sport, bro. And you make fun. I know MMA. Like, I know. And maybe, you know, oh, the dark stroke and the left. Like, but the story, the people, the draws, like, I understand that. And I, I see how it happens and why it happens. How about this? How about if you're too into it? Yeah. Yeah. And so, but I'm also very, like, I think about, I've always thought about things differently. Like, my, my brain is very methodical. So I think about, for one, the hardcore fans that the way that they would react, the people who have been in this a long time. Also try to think about the casuals, which I know you don't like to think about, but I have people at my house all the time who are casuals and I like to entertain them because I love the sport. So I'm like, yo, come through. It's going to be a fun night. These fights are going to be entertaining. And when they don't deliver, yes, the sport that I love felt me. Now, not always do I hold them accountable, but when it repeats over and over again, and I'm getting that Mayweather effect where he says it's a legalized uh, crime robbery because he, he will say, oh, this fight is going to be interesting. And he knows it's not. He knows he's barely going to skate are, are, by. Are, 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 are you, so are you it's, going it's, back it's, to Adesanya again? <laughs> it's the same idea. Like, we want to be interesting. And as much like, is like, one time I didn't believe that Izzy was as big as, as a draw because I'm not that big of a fan. I looked into it and I was like, holy crap, yeah, this guy's a draw. I see the numbers. I see the Google trends. And I realized, yeah, I'm wrong. Like, I, I think that's where it's different. Because even if I am completely into it, I'm not into it. I'm into the, almost like the drama of it. The, the, the storylines, the what happens, what happens then. Not, and I think you get, I think you get a little too tied down to just the UFC. What the UFC wants you to believe, like that's it. Like Izzy's dominant. Yeah, this is it. Izzy's dominant. Like think no, about this it. Is, like, this is this is this is my thing. Like think about it. Like think think it's, more about what you're. Doing I I I, un I understand the storyline. I understand the thing with Masvidal. For me personally, it's one. Literally, if Leon gets, and this is a big if. We're talking about if Leon gets through Usman. Honestly, I believe Leon would be willing to give Masvidal the belt, like a, a title before Usman. And I think the UFC would almost and be willing. I do think the, the fans won't, but I think. I, one, I believe Leon is in it, isn't in too much of a position yet to be a shot caller. I think you kind of have to earn your way to be a shot caller um, like that. But me personally, one, we, we, we don't know yet because we haven't seen Masvidal fight yet again. So I guess it's not official. Me personally, I, I think his stock went down significantly with that Kobe loss. Okay. Me personally, I understand the storyline with Leon versus Masvidal. But, it's, but hard, it's, it's, it's hard for me to accept that Masvidal would get the title fight over Kobe when literally both of their last fights were against each other and Colby beat Masvidal. Now I understand the whole storyline aspect, but I guess this is where you, the sports too much sports where no, I think no. the best of the best need to be fighting each no, other. I, I think I get it. I think I get it. I think for you, you also are very, uh, I think you see it maybe as too much of a sport as like, this is an elite fighter. This guy's the best. So for you, when, when an elite fighter, a UFC fighter gets knocked out, you're like, Oh, their stock is dropping. Most people don't care. These guys, if you look at Nate Diaz's record, Tony Fritz, like they don't care if they lose. They want to be entertained and they want they want to they want to be riled up. No. And and Masvidal, dude, and oh man, and and it's gonna suck to prove it in your face again. But just wait until the next Masvidal card, dude. The energy, the crowds, the numbers, like they're on they're not like most people. And it does suck that you had to watch it face first with Nate Diaz for you oh five years ago. No, dude, it's it is recency bias. And I think you get used to how lack of emotions these ufcs are with with izzy like sure there's like there's like all this preparation and sure they sell out sell a lot of pay-per-views but there's nobody out there just like oh, i want to see a fight like there's none of that like that energy which 
that's an almost cult following that you see in a lot of people that are very into the sport. And you'll see them about certain fighters or certain people. Izzy doesn't have that energy. There's fighters that don't have the energy. There are people that do. Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor, Masvidal. There's more people. Hamza will eventually have that. There's a bunch of people that have that. But you also have to realize when one is just trying to capitalize off the other. And it was very clearly that Kobe was just trying to capitalize off of Masvidal. And yes, Masvidal, and, even and, and, after losing, I would, everybody, like, a, let's say 100 people watch that fight. If Masvidal was to fight on and Kobe, 95% of the people would go watch Masvidal and five people would go, go watch Kobe. Because the only people reason people were watching that fight was to see Masvidal. They could care less about Kobe. They want, yes. to see Masvidal, they want to see their boy. If the next fight, whoever it is, we want to see their boy. Like, it does, it's not about the yeah, wins or yeah, losers. Yeah, yes. Why do you think they're still in the main event? Why do you think they're giving Nate Diaz the main event? It doesn't matter. Listen, you ask all these questions, but don't let me answer. Um, so you move very slow, like I, I like we we've, we've gone over this. That I just my by the time you answer, my brain's completely gone somewhere. Else. But no, no, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. But like, okay, so Nate, I'll give it to you. I was kind of. So you don't think monster dot headlines? See, no, I I mean me personally, I mean I I can see it. It's not without. So, a say, I don't think you should. So 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 Nate, Nate versus somebody. Do you Nate, think that would headline? No, I no, know. I don't. Nate, Nate, I, Nate, I can see it because, like you said before, Nate, he's going five rounds. He's not getting dropped. He's going five rounds. He just kind of has that persona, whatever. Okay, I, I see it. I see it. Masvidal, yes, you're right. With the Colby fight, Colby was trying to capitalize off of Masvidal. And, you know, popularity is popularity, but I think when somebody in Masvidal's, um, in Masvidal's case, it's just like eventually, especially the way he lost to Colby. If anything, if you really want to talk about his fans, he went up and hit him in the face afterwards. If anything, that made him more fans. It made him, that made him, oh, this guy's the real deal. So if anything, add that into the story. Because as much as it sucks, Kobe is not the, like, Kobe is, is the, like, he works his ass off. But he's not the, like, he has to talk all that crap to build the fight. That's why he puts on that crazy persona. Like, dude, like, we know who he is. Like, for you to say that he even is close to a Masvidal, like, there's other people you could compare, but. Ultimately, the math in my head is um, Colby and Jorge just fought. Their last fights were against each other. Colby won. I think the popularity of Masvidal is You're asking the wrong question. The question is, okay, you just saw them lose. Who would you see again? No, Most people no, were listen, not. You didn't, you didn't let me finish. 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 So, Kobe and Jorge, they just fought each other. They're the last people to fight. They're, last, they're each other's last fights. Kobe beat Jorge. I believe that Jorge isn't, his popularity isn't ginormous enough to where it should overtake him getting the belt shot before Kobe. That's my opinion. Yeah, and I think it's completely wrong. I do think, I think Kobe has to eat off of his opponents. I don't think Kobe can headline by himself. Kobe eats off of his opponent. He eats off of Usman. He ate off of Masvidal. He ate off, he's trying to eat off of Dustin Poirier. He eats off of these people because he is a very good athlete, but he knows he's not as entertaining. The way that he beats people, it's not as entertaining. It's not the most fun way we want to see people. Masvidal, pretty entertaining. Even getting knocked out, 
pretty entertaining. The way he lost to Kobe, it sucked. It, as a fan, it wasn't, damn, this guy lost. It was, this guy was free, was freaking being ridden on for five rounds. For, for, for however long. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was, and then, and then he still went up and punched him in the face. Be like, yeah, that's what that freaking white dude deserved. Like, realistically, his fans from Miami, that's what they're thinking. Like, and that's also where Kobe is. Miami still backs up Masvidal. So, you know, if you really just want to take them to, like, I get it. I get it because you see it as a sport. You see it, okay, well, this athlete lost to that one. I want to see the one that won. I want to see where he goes. Who does he beat now? And I get it, but most fans aren't buying based off of records. When there's a crazy, like, Hamza 12-0, sure, we look at it. But we don't look at, oh, 23 to 8. Oh, okay, that's Kevin Holland's record. No. We don't even look at, oh, he just lost. Like, we look at it, okay, how are you going to entertain me now? So the question is, have you see your fight is, who do you want to see next? Like, would you watch his next fight? Who do you want to see him pair up against? Who do you think he'll be fun to fight? Like, those are the questions. It's not, like, just being the better fighter is not always what gets you the more bread. A lot of times you could lose the fight and win the people's heart and make more bread than before. Get bigger fights than before. So I get it, the, the whole, like, losing to the, the a fighter might make you lose. And maybe if you compare them on the, like, rankings and all that stuff, yeah, Kobe will always outweigh Masvidal. He's way better, way better. But as far as, like, number pools, like, if they were both to just go live, for example, or if they were both to just host an event, or if they are both to host a, a fight, anything, Masvidal will beat him, like, completely blow him out of the water. Every yeah, time. yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I would watch... Uh, like if they were both live streaming at the same time, I would watch Masvidal before Colby because Colby, Masvidal is like, that's him. Colby, it's a persona. It's kind of like we all know it's like, like you said, he's trying, he's trying, he's trying really hard. But um, now, as far as like order, I would believe that Masvidal is headline while, while Colby would come in or uh, be the, yeah, yeah, the come in. Yeah. Because I think in those situations, the rec- the records don't matter. It's just about the numbers. It's a numbers game. And I think Masvidal. I think Masvidal is one of the only other people that would have a headline, a uh, main event, pay-per-view without a title. We need There's to stop very- uh, pay-per-view headlines with no, uh, no title on the line. We, we need, need to stop, stop that. that. Yeah. No, I think we should continue that. I think that would be- get us. Because at that point, they're not just worried about putting a belt on it. This fight was a lot more entertaining. And sorry, I have to keep going back to it. But Izzy. Like... The only reason he headlined was because he has the belt. But Izzy could not headline by himself. Izzy headlines because he has the belt. The belt headlines, not the person. I don't want a belt to headline. I hate that because the belt doesn't mean anything. You can have two boring-ass fighters. I'm paying the same thing for two exciting-ass fighters? No. Like, the, it's all about the matchups. That's the game. It's not about a belt. Now, there's a goal. There's a goal. There's a place you're going. The UFC, again, for contenders and champions. That's it. If you're not a contender, you're not a champion, you don't belong in the UFC. So sure, there's something to work up towards, but it's the, the thrill of the matchups that's entertaining. And so I do believe they shouldn't just scapegoat off of a boring match because it's a belt. I think they should, if they take the belt away from Izzy and Cannoneer, you think it's a pay-per-view? If you think, no, no, freaking no, that was not that's a- why, That's why I just said there shouldn't be non-belt pay-per-view headliners, in my opinion. Now, I'm not saying go and make boring fights. I'm not saying that at all. Are we understanding? So I'm saying that not all pay-per-views should have a belt. I think all, there shouldn't You're be... all pay-per-views should have a belt. Like, yeah, pay-per-views shouldn't have a headline. And I'm even talking about... I'm even going off a whim and saying even Conor McGregor. Don't have Conor McGregor headline. I mean, that would be stupid. I mean, that would be stupid. 
that would be the stupidest decision to not have Conor McGregor headline. They don't like that is the way they put these fights is the people who sell more go at the top. Now, normally, if you have the belt, you sell more because you have the belt. A lot of times, it doesn't even matter who the person is. Just like middleweight champion is about to fight, doesn't matter who it is. It's just the champion. The belt could change over. The belt, the belt, the belt. We're not talking about the matchup. If they were really trying to sell a pay per view on Adesanya and Cannoneer, they would not have sold that much because we knew where it was going. Or even if after the fact you try to make it up as yo, this was the well worth, it wasn't worth it. The Nate yeah, Diaz then, Curtis, you, you, as you, as you, it wasn't an elite fight. It was something that fans wanted. It was something that people would be willing to pay money on. That's yes, the challenge but, for the UFC. But but but, but it interesting. Keeping but the original like, the original card, obviously it it got augmented from the pat the twenty four hour thing. Everything getting shaken up made everything really exciting because you know that's it was chaos. It's everything you said. It's unprecedented. Nate is one of the few people that headlines a pay per view without yes yeah, yeah, yes. But and, I think this was better, and I'm pretty sure this sold better than a few of the past pay per views. Because as much as it wasn't maybe the most elite fight for you, or it was in slow motion, you had to watch it two times the speed. It was something that people wanted, man. It was something that people have been like, "Holy crap, these are two guys that are, this is fun. This is gonna." I, be I was I was on that like, boat too. I was exactly, on the same boat. Exactly, and I think that should be what we hold the UFC accountable for. We should tell the UFC like the way we felt for this card, man. We should feel that more often. And by us telling the UFC, like, no, man, it's okay. Give us whatever cards, man. We're going to keep paying. It's okay. We're not going to hold you accountable. You can do whatever you want, Dana, and we're going to love you. No, it doesn't work that way. Like, I get it. They are providing value, but we're also providing revenue. So it is a, a yes. Now, but, I get but, it. In other sports, there's not that. There's, there's not that uh, almost like you're giving directly to an event happening. Almost like if you had to pay $70 to watch the Super Bowl, and the, the Super Bowl halftime sucked, you would bet there would be complaints all the time. Like, yo, this Super I paid, and they all they all did right, was all right, all right, all right. Like, this is where I have to stop, because you're going on a tangent that I, I don't even know how we even got there. But, and um, people want to be entertained. The money yes. comes to entertainment value. Yes, but the original... Uh, and, and if we I'm just referring... have a belt on the line, if we just have the belt on the line, we're going with the elite. And the elite is not always better. Honestly, the elite, Islam versus Oliveira. If, if Oliveira... If, uh, if Islam wins the belt, he's the elite. He has the belt. But if we have those two fights, I want to see the Oliveira fight versus the Islam fight. Because I know the Oliveira one is probably going to be a little bit more entertaining. I don't know what to expect there. So I would put my money more on the Oliveira fight. That's all I'm saying. We choose where our money goes. And we don't always choose to go with the elite. And I want you to understand. Because you saw it with Tony, but you don't see it with a few other people. I so just think the, the cards are better when there's fucking titles headlining. Jesus Christ, man. Is it though? If yes, I like, believe so. Like, yes, a lot of cards that have taken out this year. For example, the London one that didn't have a that didn't have a, a title. This one is one of the bigger pay per views that doesn't have a, a a title. Now I get it; these are all special, but that's what I'm saying. They should always be special. You're telling people to spend eighty dollars, like go to a city, do something, have like what you said about the mystery fights. Like I think they should have one mystery fight. Let the co-main always be a mystery fight. You don't know who the heck is going to go out there. You just know it's going to be. Top 10, you know, like that's what I'm saying. We should, we should hold, like, be like, yo, give, keep, keep, keeping us entertained. Now, if they don't be like, no, fuck you, all we're going to do is what we do and you're going to pay your money. Yeah, we're going to keep paying our money. We can still, like, we don't have to sit here, be like, okay, the UFC was great. Cool. They didn't, like, we can still be like, yo, what if they did this? What if they did that? I would like to see this. I would like to see that. I mean, plus Nate's out the door anyway. So the only other person that can headline a non title is Conor McGregor. So. I don't know. I think, like, and I think Hamza is very close. I think Hamza, like Hamza, Kobe probably could. 
Hamza Kobe I mean, by Hamza, Hamza Hamza belt, so I yeah, mean exactly. So you I mean that one just needs a belt. And I think above that one would be a belt. Or if something happens with like Leon and, and Usman and you do a uh interim or something like that. I definitely let's see a Mos let's see a pay per view without Nate Diaz. He just did. He did Kobe. Oh, that yeah. Was, uh, uh uh yeah. So his last his pay per views are always without a belt. And he's not well, We've all wanted to see that fight for years now. Let's see Masvidal oh. with just a normal opponent. But again, but again that's the, the like you're like now you're hopefully like damn I don't want to I know I don't want to pay for the next one but if he fights another guy with another story and like oh man he had that and this all right man like you you got me I'm hooked and I think the UFC should work on that I think I think they should keep it interesting I think like dude we're like no other sport do you have anything like this and i think we should hold them accountable like we would if we were watching a concert every week or if we were paying for a, a tv show or something we would be like every week their opinion like oh you know more interesting oh it was lame this week there was boring there's no plot to it it's like people want to be entertained and, yes, the but, and, and but ultimately you can't stray too far away from the best fighting the best because that's ultimately what it comes down to the best i think if you're the best you're going to be the best no matter what and like you're gonna have the belt, but that doesn't mean you're gonna make the most money. And I don't think you're gonna get all the opportunities that you might deserve because you're not as entertaining. You don't know how to sell yourself. You don't know how to speak. You don't know how to engage because there is that mentality of like, I'm just a fighter. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk mess. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna be on social media. We see it a lot with boxing. A lot of boxing people, they're like, I love the art of boxing. I love the art of it. I'm not gonna tamper, tamper it with you know talking mess or, or talking all this opponent. I love the science of it. They're broke, though, and nobody knows who they are because realistically, the way to make it in this marketing world of selling yourself is to be outlandish, to be something that's going to turn people's head, that's going to make them like, holy crap, did you hear what that guy said? The Andrew Tate of the world. The dude got banned, but it's still whispered around because he said so much outlandish stuff that everybody, nobody agreed with it. They're like, yo, did you hear what this guy said? Like, man, this guy said this. They're sharing his video. That's all that matters. And in the UFC, it's no different. What about Charles Oliveira? We don't even understand what he's saying. Entertaining fighter. Either be entertaining. Somebody. He finishes all his fights. Finish your fights. Finish your fights and we'll continue to watch. Yeah. That, that's really it. And we've also gone over this, how like finishing a fight can, it makes a huge difference. It can make a fight that was born into an extremely entertaining fight. So now people are left with the taste of, wow, that was such a fun fight. That was interesting. It could have been boring. Up into the knockout, but after knockout, you're like, yo, that was a fun, that was a fun uh, fight. But, uh, all right, should we talk about the next fight? Lee Jing. Lee got robbed. Lee See, got this robbed. is why I needed Alejandro, because you be saying some outlandish like, you need shit, to have a buzzer, bro. And that, that'll, like, get me to stop talking after, like, you need to let me talk for, like, 45 seconds. Because I was telling him some of the... Some... <laughs> yeah, I was telling him some of the stuff you were saying on the last podcast, and he was looking at me like, man, that boy's stupid. I'm like, right? But he, wouldn't, but he wouldn't have a response if he was on it. He would just realize. I think a lot of times it is the way you explain it. Like one time, the other time we were FaceTiming. I said, I, I no, said no, no, exactly no, 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 no. what you said. We were, no, you... Yeah. One time we were FaceTiming and Alex was with you and I said, yo, ask him. I think it was something. I think it was Tony or Nate or something. You were like, yo, is, is Nate a draw? I was like, no, 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 no. Set it up the way I asked you. Like, you got to tell him, like, yo, he's fine. Like, what, who would you, like, what's the, like, this? And I was, so, like, you didn't, so I feel like you maybe don't pass the message on correctly. Masvidal, he ain't that guy no more. He ain't that guy no more. Exactly like you did last podcast, talking about Nate. It's hilarious, man. Masvidal ain't that guy no more. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, look, yeah, I'm, I'm, look, 
You know what? Why don't you watch WWE? That sounds like right up your alley the way you talk about this stuff, man. He's not unpredictable. It's all made beforehand. I love the unpredictable. Even your other sports, I think a lot of them are fake too. Oh, we went to 3 1. Somehow we won WWE the next four games in a row. Predictable? Oh, yes. I, mean, yeah, sure. I mean, yes, they, oh, make it yeah, sure. they make it beforehand, but you don't know. It's unpredictable to you. <laughs> yeah. But no, I love the, uh, but it's not as a predictable because it's not real nature taking its course. I, I get it. I've watched a few things. And man, maybe people watching that like the W might. But I'd like nature to take its course. So if there's an elbow, I want that elbow to hit different every single time. Sometimes that elbow might hit and break your nose and knock you out. Sometimes the same elbow will hit and just glance and nothing will happen to you. That's MMA. Sometimes the same. Sometimes you get knocked out. You see people get knocked out by nothing. You're like, what the heck? Because it's just nature. Sometimes their body was taking too much damage. And that's with the unpredictability. Unpredictability. Because even if they get knocked out, when they get up, they're like, what just happened? Their camp. The, the conferences afterwards. The, the what if. The, the, uh, the matches afterwards. That doesn't, I don't really think that happens in WWE. But I don't, I don't know. I've never really gotten into it. Like I've it never watched it either. Yeah. I watched like one clip and uh, it was just a little cringe. But, uh, but that was. Don't get it, don't get it twisted. Just because I watch other sports, you don't, I'm, I'm deeply invested no, I just, in I just MMA. I'm really wrong about all the other sports. Like, I hope you're a little bit more knowledgeable in some of the other sports. Because in this one, you're, you're, mm-hmm, you sure. a lot. you're just, your takes are just wrong. I'm just wrong. Oh, just just wrong, bro. I'm gonna learn the other sports just so because I I got I gotta. I, don't I know feel like because I'm so well versed in sports, I know I know will be happening, bro. MMA is not a sport; it's life, man. Honestly, if you look at it as life, it, oh, it so now I'm just wrong in life. Thanks, Caesar. Thanks, I've done my life wrong. Maybe I should consult you next move I make. What should I do tomorrow? <laughs> hey, dude, I've been on a roll lately, so you know I might be. On yes, the- like I said, it better continue October twenty second right, in done, Abu Dhabi. Call it, call it. How long? Call it. I'm done. I, I know I went on a rent, but uh, honestly, it wasn't me. It was. Uh, oh, yeah. Hmm. Of course. Yeah. Remember, it was supposed to be a short one. This is supposed That's to be a short, short one. What? Oh. Oh, it's. Ooh. Oh, yeah, no, bro. It's 1230. That's all I know, bro. Alex definitely would have lost it. But, uh, all right, two fans. You stuck around this long again. Kudos to you. Because I don't know how I, I'm kind of like, I'm not even here right now. But you know where to find us at Sliced Apples Pod on Twitter, at Sliced Apples Podcast, everywhere else. That's at Caesar Cast. I'm about to drop a new uh, cooking video. Oh, yeah. He's he's a new TikTok wizard, I guess. No, it's on Reels. I don't understand TikTok. TikTok is oh, Reels. Good. It's on Instagram Reels. Yeah, I mean, it does look good. It made me hungry very late at night, which kind of sucks. Aww. Um. That's but all the ad I need. It's all, it's all he it. needs. It's all he needs. You know, number one MMA knowledge right here. Caesar Castaneda at Caesar Cast Junior. He knows it all. Like that every time. Because he only watch. Because since it's the only sport he watches, he he knows it all. Nah, bro, don't Everything. make me feel bad about that. No, 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 not like that. Now I'm gonna be a loser because I'm like, oh, he doesn't know any of the sports. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. Though. I mean, each other. honestly. I feel like that's pretty common with MMA, though. I feel like there's a lot of views out there that, like, they don't really watch any other sport. Joe Rogan, shit. He's another yep, yep. main one. Dude, and one of the things that I, we were talking about last time, like, what got us in, and I finally realized what it was that got me into MMA, and it was Rogan. It was, I got into his pocket, and it was just the way he would speak about MMA. Like, and it really is, like, the way that I almost see a lot of it. Like, the like the way that he would kind of speak on it, it made me like, oh, who's this guy? Who's... And that's what really made me uh, 
get into it. But uh, you know where I feel like where we shine, where we should hit more instead of arguing with each other all the time. Who's arguing? So, <laughs> so you're you're very in tune with the uh, you know like the whole atmosphere, the entertainment factor, the storylines, the the build up, the drama, etc. And I feel like I'm very good with like you said, the, the, the technical side of yeah. what actually goes on inside yeah. the octagon, like the, the, Oh, he transitioned to yeah, he uses this a transition to t- yeah. top mount and all that stuff. Arguing, we should, we should combine, we, we should combine our, and we could form one ultra being of super knowledge, MMA head ass. We could, we could, I'll talk about the story and you talk about the, the boring part. Uh, so hell yeah, no, nah, bro. And then, uh, that, that's kind of interesting. I never realized that how we like we like it for two different, well, not two completely different reasons. But I'm very like I like seeing what the actual oh like uh, shake heads, shake yeah, left, yeah, shake yeah. right, it's, boom. It's yeah. Sometimes I think that too. I'm like, man, what if I just really like the story? What if I'm just like a I just like the drama? Because that was what I liked about politics. I love politics. So I like the he said, she said. And oh, he passed this bill, and like oh, he tweeted this, and like oh, she's talking about this. I you're love Trump, Trump, bro. You're, you're no, I just like talking that. about like the the politics of it. No, it just I mean I wasn't. The cheese man. Like, uh, yeah, like the cheese man. Like, I'm Mexican, bro. What do you expect? I like the gossip. So with this, for a while, I was like, man, what if I just like like the drama of it? Like I just like them the the talking back and forth, the mess. The I grew up at Ike, bro. We we grew up on you know trash talking. I was just going back. I loved the uh and. But once the fight start and I get into it, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I realize why I like this because each fight, like I get you know into it and you know a couple beers and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, in order to stay with the sport as long as we and like be into it as much as you are, you have to like what's actually being put, the product that's actually being put in front of you as it's going on. But I mean. Yeah, the and added storylines. Like, yeah, story and I feel like the only different things about this and other sport, again, is the unpredictability. That the same elbow, for example, could knock you out one day and not knock you out the other one. And so when you start each fight, you're like, you don't know what's about to happen. Somebody could freaking die right here. Somebody could like, anything could happen. When you're watching any other sport, I don't feel like there's that to it. There's the, we don't know who's going to win. And sure, something crazy might happen, like somebody might twist their leg or something like that, an injury. But for the most part, that's not the expectation. The expectation is not for something crazy, unpredictable to happen. It's, all right, we're going to have a fair fight. And at the end, somebody's just going to, somebody's going to have more points than the other. You won. In the UFC, if that's the case, if it's just who gets the more points than the other, there would be no fans. There'd be no fans watching that because that would be boring if each fight was just like, okay, there's no knockouts. You can just touch up the other person, whoever like touches more wins. It would have a very small amount. It's the, we don't know what's about to happen. The, like if if like in football if like each ball was a different one like one was like a like a water balloon and then one like the unpredictability like then you'll be like oh what's about to like we don't know what's about to happen that like your your heart rate speeds up and like you don't like what could what I I, I I will say football to not as much as MMA but football does have that NFL football has that factor which is why people love love, love it so much because it's like any given Sunday like yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. Is it more of a picture of like the results of like, yo, this team beat out this team, so now that, or is it more of like individual plays or like, because there, I've, I mean, it's, I've seen a lot of crazy plays, like something gets thrown, you're like, holy, how did he catch that? Like, and it's more on that, right? Like crazy plays 
Of, it's uh, more it's more of like things like uh we talked about on the podcast on Monday night football like this coach ran down the time and went tried to go instead of going to move downfield a little bit more he went for a 64 yard field goal and you're just sitting there like what are you what like what what is this what is your problem like, now your your blood is your your heart rate is going because you're like is he gonna hit it is he gonna make it is was that a bad yeah. call or, like, or, or, or you get or you get you get like uh the Titans game where it's like they were driving downfield. They're down one point. They just need a field goal. They're driving downfield. Perfect drive. Get to the field goal. Dude shafts it. Whiffs goes left. They lose the game because he didn't. He couldn't hit that field goal. Like it's like oh Dude, I'm shit. I'm concentrating hard to keep track of of, of these words. I, 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 I know. I know. But no. But yeah. But I will say. I will. I, I will say. Me personally, I feel like as far as the all the technical shit that goes on in MMA, I've been more than any other sport i've grasped it very easily like i feel like i i catch on to it like oh he's you need to like <laughs> i feel like mia looks at me like i'm stupid like i'm over here like no you need a you need a bridge and then you gotta you gotta get out of it like i was yelling kevin kevin Holland, you gotta you can't let his hips suck you in you gotta get out you gotta keep you gotta yeah, keep, yeah, yeah. you know like lay on your chest and yeah, i'm yeah. like over there screaming and she's just like probably looking at me like what is wrong with this guy like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny because yeah, they do that in every sport. But I'm not really one of like because I'm not super into the technical. I'm just like more watching as to see how he gets out of it. But I'm not really like trying to give my opinion on like what you should do because really in a fight nobody wants my opinion. I'm not one to be giving opinions on how, what to do in a fight. So and now I'm just looking at it more of like what's gonna wait, happen. Wait, which is why I probably favor Izzy fights a little bit more than yep. you do because I'm seeing like. Oh shit! Okay, he he's trying to set that up, but like that's. Yeah. But, then, but then ultimately, you know, after a few fights, you know, you're kind of like, you know, can can you knock somebody out, please? You know what I'm saying? Can you? First of all, I just want to see him throw a fucking question mark kick. That he has a have I mean ass any? Question. Have I? I've, I think I have seen it actually a couple of times. He, but Rock Holt, right but Rock Holt, too, so Rock Holt do that kick like that was all he would do for his training camp. Just throw that kick over and over again, <laughs> call it a reel, and then call it a day. That was it. It would just make a little reel of him doing that Dude, kick. Is he, we never is he saw him in the fight. Izzy hasn't thrown his in like, I don't know, bro. That I mean, he used to throw it at least now and then before. But now, since his fights got quote unquote boring, I'm like, bro, it's because you haven't thrown a question mark no, kick. No, if you throw a question is, mark kick, like it yeah, changes everything. That, there is this thing that the more fights you have, the more film people have. So like, and ideally in his head, he's like, okay, I got it. If I'm going through a question mark, it like, has to be very well set up because he knows I can do it and it leaves me open. Like, I don't know. I, I think the more film, but he didn't do anything. He never, he hasn't done it in like three or four or five fights. What was the last yeah, time he threw a question mark? Again, bro. I'm getting heated again. We got to move yeah, on. I'm getting heated again. Yeah, no, we actually, we're supposed to end this. So like, we're going to end oh. it actually for real now. I already put it through in the plug, so we don't have to go through that. Um, but yeah, we will see you on October. Dude, I want to on that video. Cooking video coming soon. Trust me, it's gonna be cooking fire. video coming soon. Fire. See you on October. All right.